in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh. Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We are heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com. Click on that live video link. Subscribe to the channel. Join us in the chat. And, of course, you get the live alerts whenever we are on here in the Ingles studio. Always brought to you by Ingles Supermarkets. Low prices. Love the savings. It is a Wednesday afternoon and a very, a very weird week. Uh, it, <laughs> it's just been a week chock full of uh, extra events, and it's going to continue. As tomorrow, we will not have a show here on ESPN Asheville. Yeah, because we're going to be in, uh, I'm going to have a hat with duck feathers in it. I can't wait. We got the start of the uh, Ingalls Magical Christmas Toy Drive benefiting Eblin Charity St. Nicholas Project. That's going to be going down uh, starting tomorrow. It's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Encourage everybody to come on by uh, the Ingalls on Smoky Park Highway. Make a donation to uh, Eblin Charities. Through the Ingalls Magical Christmas Toy Drive, you can bring those uh, new unwrapped toys or cash donations. Cash donations are always great because they can take your money and parlay it into more to put into the uh, Ingalls store that they put up at the uh, at the Westgate Shopping Center for the families to come by and be able to pick out something for their kids for Christmas. We want to support the needy in this time. Uh, you know, it is the giving season. So Jeremy's going to be out there 10 to noon on Thursday, Thursday and Friday, Friday and Saturday. I'll be there and Saturday, Saturday as okay. well. Yeah. He's going to be there Saturday as well. And uh, we encourage everybody to uh, show what the Sportsocracy family is all about. We're all about giving. And uh, we'll be, we will be presenting a check to the Ingle, or to uh, Eblin Charities from our uh, Battle for the Belt Correct. competition. So, Correct. You guys showed up, showed out, and this is the 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 fruits of your labor the fruits of your labor exactly i'm not gonna lie to you my brain is working on about 30 percent capacity right now <laughs> so there's gonna be more than one time probably where i go what's that word i'm looking for oh yeah the, the the is the word i was looking for indeed so that starts tomorrow of course we will have uh, the entire iheart family out there uh throughout the weekend so be sure to uh to, to give to that uh and then we will be with you for a football friday We'll be picking games with Asheville Police Chief David Zach and uh, beat the Chief. Um, I, I I don't even think I've done the tally from last week. I don't talk about. It. I don't. You lost. Uh, I finished second. Oh, okay. that was a game behind you. Oh, I won again. Oh, well, wonderful. It's all right. It, it. You keep winning and yet not distancing <laughs> yourself true. at all, which is just prime for the letdown. I keep going a game, 
a game every week. That's what you did this week, yeah, too, just for I posterity. Do, I sake. do a game, and then I lose a game. And then I win a game, and then I lose a game. So, you now have a two-game lead over Chief Zach and yes. myself. Yes. All right. All right. So, Football Friday, we'll pick all the games with Asheville Police Chief David Zach and Beat the Chief, brought to you by Clarissa Zach, Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSalesWNC.com. We are efforting as well to make our uh, connection with Jones Angel, the voice of the North Carolina Tar Heels, uh, He's not able to join us today to talk about the big ACC championship game coming up this weekend with uh, Clemson because he is in the air on the way to Indiana as the North Carolina Tar Heels will be facing off against the Hoosiers in the Big Ten ACC Challenge that game tonight, and you'll hear that right here on ESPN Asheville. All right, set the stage for you. We got a lot to talk about. It's time for the opening drive. Opening drive, of course, brought to you by our good friends over at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Go to 629 Brevard Road, give them a visit, check out what they got in stock. And, uh, you know, new car, certified pre-owned, doesn't matter. Whatever you're going to choose, you got to trade in, mention our name, and they'll give you a $250 bonus on top of whatever that trade-in is worth. They have me in a brand new Rogue that you will be able to see if you join us at the Magical Christmas Toy Drive. Sponsored by Eblin Charities. And it's, I'm not going to lie. It's been put to great use. This is this is going to be a very well-traveled vehicle. It's very comfortable. That's that's the biggest thing for me. I'm six foot five. All right? I'm not usually comfortable in cars. I'm dumbfounded how comfortable I am in this 2023 mm-hmm. Nissan. Fully loaded Rogue. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I enjoy my certified pre-owned vehicle. My 2017 Rogue much better than the old beater i used to have and it makes me feel like i'm kind of with the cool kids now i got the backup camera i got all the things the xm satellite radio and they'll hook you up 629 brevard road fred anderson nissan of Asheville. the college football playoff poll came out last night did they get it right did they get it wrong Anything? I mean, I think you did exactly what you had to do. I think you did. I think you did as well. We'll also uh, get into later on in the hour some of the bowl projections and, of course, talk about the championship games coming up this weekend where we have uh, at least, I think there's two games with huge spreads in the uh, in, in the conference championship games. One of them, of course, the SEC championship game with my Georgia Bulldogs taking on LSU. I think there's going to be an upset in one of these games that's going to be Pandelirium. Nice. Jeremy's also got a theory about quarterbacks in the NFL, and these are always entertaining because I feel like, depending on the year, we bounce back and forth to you have to have an elite quarterback, you don't have to have an elite quarterback, you no, have, to have it, a cheap one, you have to have an expensive one. No, it never really changes. It's always, hey, if you can have one of the six best guys in the NFL, I don't care if you pay him $100 million. It's what happens back behind that, and I, all I'm doing is every year I'm getting incrementally further to the side of, I don't really care. Don't it's really care. Past, once you get to seven, ah, all these guys are, you're in the same ballpark, and yeah. now Vegas has put out a poll that basically confirms that that is true. That if you're not a part of the elite, if you're not the elite of the elites in the NFL, are you really worth paying? We'll get into all of it over the next three hours right here in the Angle Studio. College football playoff poll came out last night. This is the uh, 
<sighs> the penultimate. The, the the penultimate. That's a nice word for you. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Tripped no- on fruits got penultimate. Uh-huh. It's that kind of day, people. Uh-huh. Um, I, I believe it, it, and it's penultimate. It's not uh, panultimate. Pan, pan means something else. You can ask Miley Cyrus about that. She'll tell you what that is. Uh, number, <laughs> number one is the Georgia Bulldogs at 12-0. and 0. Of course, number two has to be the Michigan Wolverines after they beat down Ohio State in the uh, regular season finale in the Big Ten. And let's be really honest. No matter what happens, neither one of them is going to lose. No. But even if they did, they're still in. Yes. Agreed. Um, it would be interesting to see what would happen if both of them should lose. They'd still be in. Because then what? As you, the one and the two. Really? Absolutely. They don't move. No doubt. Hmm. Okay. TCU undefeated through the regular season. They've got the championship game coming up with uh, Kansas State this weekend. Yeah. You seen the line on that? No, I have should not. Tell you everything. It's not even a field goal. Ooh, yeah vegas has well, a TCU. devout theory there that i'll give you on friday well tcu doesn't uh they 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 shouldn't be a huge favorite to anybody i no. don't think they play with fire and eventually mm-hmm. if you do that for long enough you'll end up burnt you're gonna get burned at number four the final spot in the college football playoff as of right now would be the usc trojans yeah southern cal 11 and 1 on the air jeremy you had them in the preseason you thought that they were going to go undefeated. They did not. They lost one game, and I and they get to rectify that are, this weekend. They are going to be terrifying to whoever has to play them. That's the funniest part of this to me is that we do this poll every single week. Tank and I were doing a UNCA game last night when this poll came out. Yep. I asked you one very simple question: Who do you not want to play? And your answer before it got out of my mouth. USC. USC. Don't no doubt. Don't want to play. The, the, the offense is so good. I'm not worried about the defense. I mean, for at least for Georgia. Like right now, it would be Georgia versus USC in the, in the first semifinal game. I'm not worried about the USC defense. No, you shouldn't be. It's not very good. Right. Although it is getting better and it's very opportunistic. It is. You can move the ball against them and we don't turn the ball over all that much. So I feel like that would be okay. It's that offense and being able to hold back Caleb Williams and those weapons that he has to work with. I mean, because in the games that Georgia has looked like they are beatable because they haven't lost any games since last year. Well, I mean, that's hard to do when you play Vanderbilt and Missouri. Yeah, well. And Kent State. You got a point. You got a point there. But in those games where they have looked beatable, it's always been like missed opportunities over the top. The secondary getting beat and the quarterback just didn't see it. Like, go go back to the Florida game. How many, how many plays did Anthony Richardson miss in that game? Uh, about the same amount he missed in every other game he played this year pretty much because he is bad 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 but bad bad but a better quarterback like caleb williams he probably is not gonna miss those soon to be heisman trophy winning quarterback caleb williams really you know i feel like mullet claws now that we're in the in the draft miss season mm-hmm. i can talk about the fact of all the toys that that mullet claws has given you over the course of the year all you had to do was sit down and open them Caleb Williams winning the Heisman, that was probably the one that paid you the most. Right. Because I'm getting ready to open that present in two weeks. Uh, yeah, USC, 
to me, is the most terrifying team that Georgia will face in the college football playoff. I mean, I'm not trying to denigrate Michigan. Michigan is a hell of a team, and J.J. McCarthy, I think, makes them a different team than they faced last year in the championship game. But, I mean, I've already seen it. Mm -hmm. I've seen that will against will. Right. You do the exact same thing, and Georgia does it better. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to slight Michigan. You're clearly the second best team in the country. Absolutely. USC is the one that would terrify me. That's the one that would I, – I have zero interest in playing the Trojans. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley, something to prove, ridiculously talented. They've gotten better all year long. And I feel like USC's safe. It's part of the reason that um, – well, they got to win. they got to win the Pac-12 championship to be safe I, I agree but i don't see a, a beaten down utah team i don't see them beating usc possibly not i just don't you've already gotten them once it's hard to beat a team a second time in college football it is i don't buy it but that's not what i really want to talk about okay because i feel like the playoff committee did something when they released these rankings you have set yourself up to be second guessed for the next month and you could have avoided it very easily behind the top five the uh only other teams that have a shot or an outside shot quote unquote ohio state at five alabama at six end of message repeat the line i don't see a path for tennessee to be able to make it being ranked seventh behind alabama and that's kind of where i'm at the you did this to yourself we got to take a break. Yep. After the commercial, I'll tell you where you boo-boo kidding. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. At Ingalls, we know the ever-present struggle of what am I going to make for dinner this week? That's why we started the Ingalls Table. It's a website that brings the best chefs and food experts right into your kitchen. You can sort through hundreds of recipes for every occasion, watch how-to videos, and print shopping lists to take to the store. It's all waiting for you at ingles-markets.com. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Sportsocracy. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. It's ESPN Asheville College Football Playoff Poll. Top four. Last night, number one, Georgia. Number two, Michigan. TCU, three. And Southern Cal at four. Now, what did the committee do 
that that irked you? You put Alabama and Tennessee on top of each other. Okay, that was a, that was an error in judgment. Why is that? I don't physically understand how you're going to sell to me a team with t- if the first team ever to get in with two losses, which would require both USC and TCU to lose. Yes, you're getting into super chaos theory. I'm well aware of that. It's it's very plausible. Mm-hmm. What happens if they both lose? What happens if they both lose? Because now you're going to have to explain how you're putting in a two-loss SEC team over T, uh, over TCU because you will. I feel like strength of schedule will sh- – it should. It should w- smooth all of that out. And I would agree with that, except that it's not that huge of a difference. It's not? No, because there's enough cupcakes on SEC schedules because you love taking money games where you can just beat somebody's brains out. Yeah. Well, that does weigh you down. Mm-hmm. but the and strength here's the of thing your conference really, also lifts you right? and here's the other thing i don't really understand i don't understand how you're going to sell to me that alabama gets in over tennessee when tennessee beat them yeah but but, but you lost south carolina i get that you put them at 19 they got absolutely killed by south carolina and after their quarterback no hendon hooker and your quarterback got hurt in it, that game you, you that's can't not put, supposed to matter it should it's not but it, it's not supposed to <laughs> see it's what i've always said about the ncaa you light fires where there was no reason to light them. It was just a trash can sitting out in the woods, and you went, you know, I feel like burning something. Let's just go set that on mm-hmm. fire and see what happens. Mm-hmm. We saw Tennessee beat Alabama, yes, mm-hmm. in the game of the year mm-hmm. by a field goal mm-hmm. in their own house. Mm-hmm. Neutral field, I still feel like Alabama's the better team. Especially after you lost to South Carolina and especially after you lost Hendon Hooker. I do not care. And I've heard this five, at least 500 times, it feels like, since this past weekend. Yeah, but the backup put up 56 points against an SEC team that won two games in a row. That team was called Vanderbilt. No one cares. No one cares that that Tennessee was able to just frog stomp Vanderbilt. And, and see, then you get into that next level of, okay, well, if you want to get into hypotheticals, Alabama was two plays away from being eight and four. Because what you said to me last mm-hmm. night when this came out was, well, Alabama's two plays from being 12 and 0. Yes, mm-hmm. they are. And they're two plays on the other side from being eight and four. Yes, they are. Tennessee's not. They're not. And mm-hmm. I, look, I'm not saying this is a legitimate gripe. The problem is that you could have easily sa- satiated this by maybe looking at South Carolina at 25. And don't put them in the top 20 because mm-hmm. they're still not good at football. And it means nothing. That's why I've never understood. Why do we release 25? What good does that do? Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just a, a, every other poll's top 25. So you, you and, and I do get it. that, but that part of this is what opens this up. If South Carolina's 19, then okay, that was, all of a sudden wasn't that bad of a loss. Because mm-hmm. you lost to them at home, your quarterback got hurt, I can keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And it opens up the conversation of, well, now I have to go next level. And virtually every level you get to past the first two, scream Tennessee, not Alabama. Mm -hmm. And you could have satiated this by doing one very simple thing. Put Penn State seven. Yeah. That's all you had to do. Uh, Adam Black with a great great point. Hooker got hurt after that game was already out of control. And I'm well aware of that. I I get that. I'm talking about the fact that he's not playing now. mm -hmm. I don't care. That's not what I'm talking about there. What I'm hearing now is, well, there's no hand and hooker, so they're not scary. According to everything the NCAA has ever said, that's not supposed to matter. Right. It is supposed to be body of work. And body of work tells me Tennessee is better than Alabama. Flat out. It just yeah, does. I disagree. 
Okay. Give me a win Alabama has that means anything to you. Anything I, to And me. I mean legitimately a thing to you. I mean, it's there's the, not one there. That's a good point. I, uh, you've I beaten, mean, the Texas game was was awesome, but we saw how back and forth that could have gone and had the referees, uh, you know, had half a brain half the time. That so your high watermark the other way, your high watermark of the year is that you beat a Texas team who's starting. First of all, finished eight and four mm-hmm. and their quarterback got hurt after the first series. That's what you're trying to convince me. Yes, I I guess yeah. so that's as soon as I saw this, I went, "Oh, good lord, this is going to be a whole week. This will be a whole week of talking about this because you just didn't take the layup." What was the layup? The layup was putting Penn State at seven. Ugh. I, it's gross. I'm well aware of that. It is, but, but it, it, it would have discounted that, this discussion. One hundred percent, it ends it. Now you would still have Tennessee fans that gripe about, "Well, we're better than Penn State." Okay, their losses are against two and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got dusted in those. Uh, you got dusted wins. by South Carolina. In the message, repeat the line. I was going to say, where were their wins? Look at Penn State and go, what win do you have? I, I don't disagree with that. Right. I, I'm, I'm really not dis- trying to discount that. But is their best win that much worse than Alabama? Hey, you got Texas. Well, we beat Ole Miss. A lot of people beat Ole Miss. Yeah, but not too many people. Uh, Mississippi State did. Mississippi State and the crazy pirate himself, Mike Leach, that's talking about what how he likes his dressing at, at Thanksgiving in postgame interviews. You lost to that guy. And giving Mayor The guy folding advice. up chairs because his receivers don't deserve to sit. You lost to that. Go sit down somewhere. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. And, you know, I, I'm just – I'm so sick and tired of the uh, – the oh, Alabama bias. They're going to figure out a way to get Alabama in. Oh, no, they're not. If everybody else will do their jobs, USC, TCU, take care of business, then both of you don't have to. Just one of you does. And if USC can beat Utah, this is a moot point because Ohio State sneaks back in. Yes. Ohio State comes back in as the four. TCU drops down to the five and or six or however that game goes with Kansas State. And then we don't have anything to talk about. The problem is, if both of them lose, then the next ones in line are obviously Ohio State back up to three. And then you have the debate. It's going to be... But there is no debate. There is no debate. Okay. If what you just said happens, USC loses, TCU loses, Mm -hmm. then it should be Georgia 1, Michigan 2, Ohio State 3, TCU 4. That's it got one team that lost one game against a team that's going to wind up in a New Year Six. Mm-hmm. Kansas State will be in the, what, the, where would they go? And they're not going to get in the playoff. No. But they would be in a high-level bowl game. That's your one loss. Uh, not bowl. close. That's, that's probably that's, the one. Isn't that the Big 12 tie-in? End the message, repeat the line. I, I lost one game against a team that finished, if they win this, they'll finish six. Or seven, somewhere in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's my one loss. That's better than anything Alabama can say to me. Yeah. But SEC schedule, Austin P. called. All right. Austin P. You want me to stop doing this? Then maybe stop scheduling the governors in that last week before you play Auburn. <laughs> and, and you know, honestly, I get, I get we shut them out. Yeah, but that score should have been much care. more than that. I, you played them. That's that. enough for me. 
And uh, the only thing that I'm actually looking forward to with this 12-team playoff mm-hmm. is my hope that these stupid Austin P games the week before rivalry week in the SEC go the way of the Dodo Bird. Yeah, it's not going to. I think they will. I um, think they will. I really don't think they will. We, we've said this over and over and over again, and I've always defended the SEC teams for scheduling these games because your conference schedule is so tough is it though okay uh compared to every other conference in america you had i'm just looking at your georgia bulldogs five five conference games against top 25 opponents at the time okay at the time i get it and and yeah i'm i'm a proponent of we undervalue that who in the big 10 who in the big 10 wants to play arkansas Oh, I don't think Penn many State, of them. Penn State would jump up and down to do it. You think Please so? give me Arkansas so I can prove just how, exactly how bad that team actually is. Okay. LSU, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Arkansas. I mean, these are all games that Alabama played this year, and they play them every year. Now, some of those teams were a little lesser than usual, plus they had Texas on the schedule as well. It's a tough team. Look. I, I get that you're upset. Like, oh, teams from the Big Ten aren't playing FCS teams. Bull crap. Half their schedule is FCS teams. Stop it. Oh, that's a gross over-exaggeration. Uh, I know it's a gross over-exaggeration, but still, it, 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 there is no comparison between the competition in the Big Ten and the SEC, especially in the SEC West. I hate that argument so much. See, to me, that argument's so stupid. Yeah. It's, uh, it, name me the third best team in the SEC third best team in right the SEC now. is Tennessee. Okay, Tennessee without a quarterback. Mm-hmm. That got smoked like a honey ham by South Carolina. Mm-hmm. LSU, who lost to Florida State. It was Well, it was the first week of the season. I'm well aware of that. And if Mike Norvell hadn't got just completely lost his mind for a second, it would have been easy. Cakewalk. Mm-hmm. This narrative that the SEC is, oh, it's so much better. I'm not telling you it's not better. The fact that this thought that it's just leaps and bounds, it's just not true. Okay. It's just not true. You get to Ole Miss and Mississippi State quick. And you get to Auburn quicker than you want to. Mm-hmm. You have three in the Big Ten mm-hmm. that you should be scared of. You have three in the SEC you should be scared of. Oh, okay. I mean, Tennessee at full strength, I'll give you three. If you think I'm scared of LSU at all, you're out of your mind. Hmm. Okay. What has that team done all year long that tells me that, well, well you were four. Okay, your four is LSU. The Big Tens is what, Minnesota? Somewhere in there. Yeah. I hate to break this to you. There's not a whole lot of difference there. Those two teams play, it's going to be closer than you want it to be. Because mm-hmm. they will 100% run the ball down your throat. Now, they can't throw. I think that's what gets the Big Ten. Is it you don't have any quarterbacks? It's not fun to watch. Nobody watches it outside of Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan. Mm-hmm. They're not that huge of a difference. And, and when you're really going to see this bear out is when we start doing 12 team, uh, picking the 12th team. Go down that rabbit hole and figure out how hard it would be to get that fourth SEC team in. Picking the 12th team. Mm-hmm. When you expand the playoff two years from Oh, now. oh, oh. I mean, right now, the, the NCAA has a deadline on the Rose Bowl of if you want to be in this, you better let us know by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Which which tells me you got one more of these four-teamers left before we expand. Mm-hmm. Uh, RJ, RJ had a good point. Wisconsin. 
Wisconsin, when they're right now that they've got Luke Fickle, sure. that's better than the four in the SEC the vast majority of years. I see him very much on par. And you're about to add USC and UCLA two years from now. Mm-hmm. You're getting Oklahoma with Brent Venables and his weird doll face. <laughs> and Texas. I said what I said. Jeez. I said what I said. Okay. So Texas is on par with who in the Big Ten? Hmm. Purdue? No, they're a little better than that, but not by much. I mean, they get talked about like they're better than mm-hmm. that. They just don't ever win. Okay. So Purdue is the fourth best team in the Big Ten, whereas Texas would be the sixth best team in the SEC? I feel like you, you you pulled the football out there for me because you saw my eyes wander and you realized I wasn't paying attention. No, no, no. I, I was I was trying to I, I was trying to put this. So if Purdue is the fourth best team in the no Wisconsin Big Ten. is the fourth best team in the Big Ten. And if you're about to tell me Wisconsin's not better historically than Texas, I'm gonna tell no, you you're no. out of your mind. No, I'm not, I, I'm I'm not with you there. But I'm saying for the, because Wisconsin has not been Wisconsin this year for a year. I get it. Wisconsin hasn't been Texas, or, or Texas hasn't been Texas since Mac Brown left. So, okay, oh, they're where, so much better this year. Okay, where do, the, where do the two teams lie for you? Purdue and Texas this year are they on par with each other? Mm, no, but it's not terribly far off. Well, that was kind of my point. Was if you put Texas in the SEC right now, if you look at it as it's stated right now, Texas would be four or six in the SEC. Well, according to the poll that just came out, they're buying South Carolina. Stop. I'm going to discount South Carolina just because that's maddeningly stupid. Right now, they would be six. Okay. Five. No, I lied. Five because Ole Miss lost again. Okay. Yeah, they're five. Texas, you're five. Purdue's their five. That's much closer than you want it to be. Okay. And And when you really break it down and realize Washington would be fighting for that last berth right now, Washington or LSU? Who are you taking? LSU. Okay, you're going to have to explain to me how a team that lost one less game and their two losses were against... End of discussion. Right? I I don't discredit that. Okay. I'm just saying there is a hierarchy in college football, and we all know who's at the top. Yeah, but you SEC people make it sound like, we're one, two, and four, and all of you other lowly (laughs) peasants don't matter. And I'm telling you, that's hubris, and hubris comes shortly before the fall. No, you're, the SEC is one, the Big Ten is two, the SEC is three, and the Big 12 is four, and then the SEC is five. And that I'm just... It's SEC it's bias. Better. That's all I'm it's telling better. you. It's SEC bias, and it's really obvious. It's not bias, it's facts. Because what happens when the SEC meets up against these other teams? The high side wins. The middle tier mm-hmm. traditionally gets smoked. Mm-hmm. Now that is because in bowl games they don't. A lot of their players go right. We don't away. care, and the and the big ones sit out and all of that. It's I get it. I get it. I, I know people are tired that aren't SEC fans. They're tired of seeing no. The they're SEC tired the of this top. hubris that the rest of you are just peasants. And, and I'm hearing it come through you with, well, LSU's obviously better than Washington. I got news for you. If they played right now, I'm looking at the Vegas poll. Washington mm-hmm. would be a favorite. Washington would be the favorite from Vegas. Okay. 
So it's that's just what irks me. And maybe it's that I've listened to Paul Feinbaum one too many times. Probably. But it's not that big of a difference. It's just not. It's not. It's not. And I can't wait for the playoff to prove that. Your high side, no doubt. You're mm-hmm. one and two every year, mm-hmm. no doubt. Mm-hmm. But this uh, this idea that when we get into the twelve team playoff, will it be six SEC teams. No, it won't. It never would have been, and it never will be. Absolutely. I'm not one of those. No, but you seem to be getting closer. The more we talk about this, it seems like the more to the no, I've always I've always the more been. Tammy from Tuscaloosa you turn into. No, I have always been. The SEC is at the top, and there's a gap. Paul, with everybody I like else. to talk about the backup long snapper for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. I'll take Gantzer off there. First time I'm long time. I'm not telling you Vanderbilt would go in and win the Big Ten, which everybody wants to make this out to be. That's not oh, those what people are, Those people are wackadoodles. Absolutely they are. You, you should not spend much time talking to them because they're a danger to themselves and to you. Right. So. <sighs> TSPN Asheville. It's time to get just a bit outside. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. All right, uh, Jeremy, I'm afraid we might have pulled the same story here, so I want you to go first. No, go ahead. I I pulled another one. You told me about this. You you told me about this before the show. Okay, all right. Um, Well, my just a bit outside is going to be something that I just learned this morning along with the rest of you. There's a high school football coach getting ready to coach the Blazers of Alabama, Birmingham. And he's somebody near and dear to my heart. Trent Dilfer, once the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback, obviously a Super Bowl winning quarterback with the Baltimore Ravens. He has been hired as the new head coach of UAB. Played 14 years in the NFL, five different franchises, and since uh, his coaching career started just four years ago, he's been coaching at a private high school in Nashville, Tennessee, Lipscomb Academy, where he was 38-8, and eight, and now he's going to be coaching UAB. And there appears to be a lot of discontent over Trent Dilfer becoming the new head coach of the Blazers. Why is this a bad deal? Why why what am I missing here? Cuz I I see UAB and go you're a pretty irrelevant school in the scheme of college football. At least having a former NFL Super Bowl winning quarterback as your head coach is going to probably mean something to recruits. Well, because we live in a world where anybody under the under a certain age thinks that their opinion is is just gold. You all have to merit it. And the players apparently sent a letter to the AD about the interim coach. But they don't seem to understand the discrepancy in your how you appear in the national spotlight mm-hmm. compared between Vincent Price or whatever his name. I've already forgotten his name. And Trent Dilfer. Mm, which one of those brings more notoriety? I wonder if which... Oh. Yeah, it's not that hard to figure yeah, out. Yeah, it's not hard to figure out. Trent Dilfer, uh, to me, this is... You want to call it a... Uh, a star hire or you whatever. You mark my words, the video of him smacking that player in the helmet, it, you mark my words that's coming out of course before this is. day is over. Of course it is. Uh, the official announcement will be made at 5.30 this evening. Ugh. I mean, this is the best move they possibly could have made. No doubt. Who else is going to take that job? Philip Rivers? That's not a terrible job. Would you get Philip Rivers? Is it- it's not a terrible job. I know. I mean, it's not a terrible job, but it's also not like 
you know, an up and coming coach is really banging down the door to get there. No, I mean, this is the best hire and I don't think it's really even all that debatable. Mm -hmm. The the players are locked in because they believe in their guy. I understand that. That's fine. Uh, you players at this point are very transient. So Mm -hmm. sorry, I can't make this. This is the downside of NIL and the transfer portal and all these other things. The AD can't listen to the players. No, you, you can't. Because the, half the players could be in the portal by the end of the week. So then I hire a coach because that's what you wanted. A third of you leave, and I'm sitting here holding the bag. Be careful what you ask for. You might just get it. And that's mm-hmm. where you're at. Now a player's opinion on who the coach should be means less than squat. Speaking of coaches, Coach Prime is down to three choices. Ooh, Kevin O'Donnell. He is a uh, Fox affiliate in the Mississippi area. Has said Deion say he tweeted this out earlier today. Deion Sanders has been telling recruits he will be at a school on Sunday. Decision appears to be down to Colorado, USF, and Cincinnati. I have finally figured out the play. I couldn't wrap my head around how Deion Sanders was taking Colorado. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest job in all of Power Five college football, and it's not really all that close. It was a power play. Wait till a job comes open that makes some sense. Use USF as leverage and then get Cincinnati to give you what you want. Mm-hmm. Because that makes sense. That gets him to that conference that he has seemed to want to be in the entire time, which is the Big 12. He wanted the TCU job. Mm-hmm. Well, where's Cincinnati headed? Big 12. There you go. I will make a wager that he is the head coach of Cincinnati. If not before we do another show, than before the Monday show next week. Prime in Cincinnati. That's a home run be hire. Could be, that is oh, a absolutely. home run hire. Absolutely. They could not do better. And don't be shocked if Jamie Chadwell's the next head coach at either USF or Liberty. Mm. Mullets and crosses. Let's go Liberty Flames. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. PhD weight loss has helped me lose over 90 pounds since last Thanksgiving. It's been almost a year since Jeremy and I walked into PhD weight loss in South Asheville and met with Dr. Ashley Lucas. And honestly, we thought she was crazy when she told us how much weight we could lose. I didn't think it was possible. But lo and behold, PhD has changed my life in the last year. In spite of my love of butter and mayonnaise, I was never that big. I was just a little chunky. You don't have to be grossly overweight. I had some bad food habits. Fast food was easier, and that's what I ate. After just under a year on this program, I'm back to my high school weight, and it's all thanks to the planning program of PhD weight loss. Greatest thing about it is it's easy. They give you 80% of the food that you need to have success on the program. And then all you got to do is add your salads in. It's nothing big, but you know what is big? The results that you will see from PhD Weight Loss. Go to myphdweightloss.com today. Trust me, it can change your life too. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process.
You are in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. College football um, bowl, or not bowl games, uh, the championship, conference championship games coming up this weekend. And yes, with most everybody's season over, they're talking about bowl matchups and projections. And we'll talk about those in just a little bit. But first, we've got the conference championship games coming up this weekend. All starting on Friday, at least for the, the big ones. The Pac-12 championship Friday night, number four USC, number 11 Utah. That is one thing I'll give the Pac-12. At least you're smart enough to realize, just play your game the night before. Right, because nobody cares. In the grand scheme of things, well, the this Pac-12, year somebody cares. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I understand that. But most the, most of the time, the Pac-12 has been one of the or the weakest Power 5 conference out Without there for a few years. And they started playing these on Friday nights because you get get swallowed up on Saturday with the the, the Big Ten, the ACC. But the good SEC. thing is, when it's relevant, it gives you a nice little uh, nice little flappetizer going into Sunday or Saturday. Absolutely, because this has college football playoff implications, and the question is, can USC avenge the loss to Utah? Oh, I would. I I I don't think they're just going to avenge it. Oh, you think they're going to beat them smoke down? them? Beat them sideways. This is the easiest way for Lincoln Riley to prove I was right. Mm-hmm. There are still Oklahoma people that are like, oh, who needs him? Let him go to L.A. and take his money. We're fine with Brent Venables. <laughs> and that lasted four <laughs> weeks. And then they went, oh, that well. aged well. Well, that didn't work out the way we wanted it to. They'll be making a coaching change uh, here in the next year. And USC is set up for a long haul back at the top. Long time, yes, long time. I mean, this is going to this is going to rival the Pete Carroll era. I don't know that it will be that good. I don't know that anybody can be that good. Mm. Pete Carroll was the only team west of west of Texas that even mattered. And maybe I'm not factoring in the move to the Big Ten, but I I feel like when they go to the Big Ten, they're automatically the three, maybe the two, depending on what Ohio State does in the I next know. couple I, of years. I will be interested to see how that works. I mean, because you just got to understand, USC is a completely different brand of football. It could be a great thing. It could be a less than great thing. I hope it changes the Big Ten. I honestly do. Well, that's not going to happen at Ohio State and Michigan. Well, I know it's not going to change those teams. Well, that's but maybe who matters. it makes everybody else. Yeah, that's who matters. I, well, I mean, Maryland's already changed. Mm-hmm. Maryland's already playing Pac-12, throw it all over the yard football. Nobody cares. My question is, when you line up with Michigan and Ohio State, who record who recruit gigantic linemen mm-hmm. and great running backs, mm-hmm. are they just going to be able to bleed you like a catfish? Maybe. Nobody can do that in the Pac-12. It'll be like playing Notre Dame over and over and over again for USC. Which has not not been a huge impediment over the last few years. That's kind of my point. They can outscore everybody. Yeah, Ohio State and Michigan have a, a little bit different level of talent than they the do. old Golden Domers didn't do. They do. They do. You're not wrong. Um, Saturday all starts at uh, noon on Saturday with the uh, Big 12 championship game. Kansas State, TCU. This is the one that you think... Kansas State's going to get the better of TCU. I don't know. You'll have to listen to them Friday because I have a feeling <laughs> it's going to be in the championship week bangers. Mm-hmm. TCU has flirted with disaster over and over and over again. 
at some point you got to think that the comeback kids are going to see a big grumper in the t- in the punch bowl. I don't know that I've ever wanted to see a team lose as bad as I want to see TCU lose. You just think they're vastly overrated? Oh, I know they're vastly overrated. Let, let them try it out against Michigan. Uh, that is an, an eight fa and would be a forty eight foe. <laughs> and ironic that i use those two numbers because that would probably be very close to the final score could be i just i want to see that mm-hmm. this is what people always talk about with cinderella's you always say this with the ncaa tournament well we want to see them in the sweet 16 in advance i don't i don't at all get your one cute little win and then out you go no i'm i'm a uh, i want to see them go for farther than that Sweet because you're the underdog guy. I love Sweet Sixteen's where I draw the line. I'm out. I, I you get your one win. That's fun. You take that check, enjoy it, and then get out of the way. Mm-hmm. I got NBA draft evaluations to do here. I'm not looking at Doug Eddard going. You think he's got a sweet enough J to play for the Knicks? No, I don't. NBA evaluations. nice i like i like the cinderella stories i like it when you can go into the second weekend make a little noise maybe you know put the fear of god into a number one seed or a number two seed or something like that in the sweet 16 and then who do you want the four to be in, move uh, on. college football playoff who do you want the four to be who do i want the four to mm-hmm. be i think i want it to be the three that we feel like are go- definitely going to be in which is usc michigan georgia i think and I want, then i think i want ohio state I can't disagree with you. I can't. If if TCU and Ohio State played right now, what happens? Other than C.J. Stroud throws for a, a number that would probably be really hard to spell. 1,700 jillion yards. I feel like we do this every year with the college football playoff. And there's then that one, fourth team gets smoked yeah, anyway. There's one team that you go, you don't really belong in all of this, and you, hopefully you can give us a good game. I mean, I remember back a few years ago when it was Georgia and Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma was the weak one out of the four, and that was a hell of a game. I mean, it went to overtime. It took a blocked field goal by Georgia to win the thing. That was the 2-3. I'm 99% that was the two three. sure. That was the 2-3. But then you got to like last year, Cincinnati. We all knew what was going to happen. And it did. And it, and it did. was I broccoli, and I – I mean, I was Seacrest out by the oh, end of the, the first, first game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but you always knew how that was going to end. You always knew in the end Alabama was going to put the foot on the neck and then move on. And I feel like TCU is that team this year. At least if we had Ohio State, USC, Michigan, and uh, and Georgia, I wouldn't feel like there's an, a complete weak link. And uh, the, the, a lot of us could enjoy watching Ohio State just get smoked. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? 
Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It's ESPN Asheville, the Sportsocracy, always coming to you live from the Angles Studios. Yep, you just heard of Smoky Park Highway tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday, the Angles Magical Christmas Toy Drive benefiting Eblin Charities St. Nicholas Project. Jeremy will be out there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, 10 to noon. Go on by and say hi. No, no you, know, you all know how we feel about charity around here. Absolutely. Especially when it comes to children at Christmas. Absolutely. We want to make sure everybody has a uh, very happy Christmas, and you can help out in that endeavor by making sure the kids in the area have something underneath the tree. So uh, bring those toy donations, cash donations, out to the Ingles on Smoky Park Highway over the next three days. There will be no show tomorrow here on ESPN Asheville because of the toy drive and also jeremy and i are going to do something that i never thought i'd be asked to do mc an event or mc a duck event a duck event like the 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 waterfowl enthusiasts uh have asked us to be the mcs of their annual banquet i'm looking forward to it i've got i have a hat selection that i'm rather excited about you got your elmer fudd hat ready to go no this is way more uh this is way more my style than that okay all right that's good I have a feeling seeing the two of us standing beside each other is going to be a point. Those two do a show together. Yep. Sure mm-hmm. do. We do. We do. Uh, but we will uh, we will be doing that tomorrow, and then we'll be back with you for a football Friday where we'll get you set for the weekend action. Of course, pick all the games with Asheville Police Chief David Zach and, uh, you know, preview all of the uh, college games more in depth. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Next up, we're going to talk quarterback theories with Professor Flostradamus. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome back into the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Second hour of the program. And it's a uh, 
hump day Wednesday here in the sportsocracy. Thank you for joining us. You can get us, of course, everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You can see us live on YouTube. Uh, just go to the sportsocracy.com, click on the live video link, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We are uh, proud to have over 3,000 subscribers now on the YouTubes. And uh, you can join all of us in the chat each and every day with a subscription to the channel. You can also join the House of Reprehensibles, show a little uh, monthly love to the sportsocracy here. Nominal fee and uh, even more embracing you into the sportsocracy family here. Um, paying quarterbacks in the NFL is always a top topic because it's the most important uh, position in all of sports. And Jeremy, you've always been, if you don't have that guy, if you don't don't, have the guy, you don't have a guy. If you don't have that dude, have a cheap dude, what you spend on that quarterback is going to tell us what your team can be. And the thought of this has come with all of the quarterbacks that are getting ready to get paid. Oh, well, I shouldn't say getting ready to get paid. That are getting ready to start the negotiation process. Mm-hmm. And as I went down this rabbit hole, I discovered something that I didn't plan for. If you look at the cap number of the 12 highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL, you find a lot of, one great big similarity. A lot of these teams have regressed aggressively Aaron Rodgers yeah he's five yeah Jared Garf is four Ryan Tannehill is one I every time I look at that I'm like that team just doesn't make any sense man they're still good (laughs) they're still good because they play a different brand of football and that's the point we all get locked in on quarterbacks Mm -hmm. we got a mock draft coming out three round no big deal season's not even over yet just we're here for you and you start looking at some of these teams, Indianapolis. I mean, other than the fact they have a coach that doesn't understand how the clocks work uh, or timeouts. They will. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, because that's something you tend to learn. Not this year. I'm I talking about next, one next year. year either. You don't think so? You think they're going to stick with Jeff Saturday for the are long they gonna pick, Are they going to pick him? Oh, oh, you're talking about the coach. Yeah, I'm talking about the coach. I don't know. You I only don't, have to put up with this for another few weeks. I, I don't try to figure out Jim Irsay. Uh, there's a movie coming out called cocaine bear. And I'm not going to lie before I dug into what that story was. I swear to you, I thought it was about Jim. (laughs) I would have bet anything you wanted that that's what that movie was about. I was finding a way to get that in. That's awesome. Love it. By the way, this year for the 12, 12 days of Christmas movies. Can I just watch awful, horrible movies? Mm -hmm. Santa sleigh with Bill Goldberg. First on the list uh violet night i that's the oh, one that i can't I'm just wait looking. to see that movie why i i just i just want what to, about that are you looking it. at going yeah let's do that that'll be fun first of all it looks like it has jeff bridges playing santa claus i don't know who that guy is but that's all i can think about it's not jeff bridges yeah that's the that's the big lebowski just out here playing sandy and he has a sledgehammer for some reason i don't don't understand that <laughs> now there's a slasher movie that they've based off of the grinch it's called the mean one go to google search the mean one trailer you're welcome and i'll be honest you could you could you could have done worse it doesn't Stop. look as bad as the winnie the pooh movie blood and honey yeah no 
I, I just love that we're making parodies now and it's completely okay to use copyrighted things as long as you call them something else. It's okay. Kind of like I'm in the NFL it. where the Denver Broncos are calling Russell Wilson a quarterback. I was going to say adult films have been doing that for years and got away with it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we do it with murder movies? Mm-hmm. He gets one of those a month. Yeah. He gets one joke a month that actually <laughs> makes me laugh. <laughs> At Sports Take ESPN. Yeah. Anyway, paying your quarterbacks. Continue. Paying your quarterbacks. Back, <laughs> back to that we go. Where's my rabbit? Why don't I have the rabbit I- anymore? Oh, we still have a rabbit. Oh, good. I'll have, to, I'll have to put him up on the screen there momentarily. We there we go. But where I'm headed with this is if you, look, if you go to the Vegas poll, which is I've always said Vegas is just truth serum. How many quarterbacks in the NFL are worth six points or more? Four. Six. Six, okay. Now take a stab at who they are. I have a funny feeling this is not going to be that hard. No, I mean, you got Josh Allen. You got Patrick Mahomes. Lamar. Joe Burrow. Um, Aaron? Nope. Oh. Aaron's down to five. Hmm. Uh, your quarterback. Oh, Tom, yeah. Oh, oh, that team would be so bad Tommy without Tom Edward Brady. Bray. Oh, you have no idea. Accor- I did the math. They'd be 31, according to Vegas, if Tom had just gotten abducted by aliens. Like, we're already god-awful. Take Tom Brady away. We're left with Kyle Trask. Justin Herbert's the other. So that's six quarterbacks in the NFL that Vegas actually thinks moves a line by six points. Okay. The difference between seven, which is Dak Prescott, name any mediocre quarterback you want. Derek uh, Carr. <laughs> the difference between Derek Carr and Dak Prescott, what is it? Half a point. It's exactly right. It's exactly right. The difference between Geno Smith and Derek Carr, a point and a half. Derek Carr's on the high side of that. Okay. The difference between Jalen Hurts. Oh, this is going to. Th- this will agitate some some Eagle fans. The difference between Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields. Two points. Two points. Two. Not a field goal. Mm-hmm. Not. Oh, we got to pay Jalen. Nah, do you though? Do you though? Or are we seeing in the NFL right now proof positive that there is more more than one way to bake a pie? Yeah, I think that's true. Best teams in the NFL. Vegas power rankings. Kansas City Chiefs, number one. Mm-hmm. Great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills. Great quarterback and a good amount of talent around that team. Right. Three and four, and I I have to say it because it's, it's on the screen, so I have to say it. Philadelphia's three, the Dallas Cowboys are four. Do I agree with that? No, I don't. But neither one has a great quarterback. One has a cheap quarterback. One has a good amount of talent because their quarterback just got paid. I was gonna say you keep you, you keep saying that about Dallas, but is I mean, are there team are there many teams out there that really want to play Dallas right now? Uh, I, I'll sign up for it. I, I'm present, and accounted for. I, I, I'll go one step further than that. As a fan of a team in the AFC, I would rather pay the play the Dallas Cowboys than any team that's going to make the playoffs in the AFC. And I don't really know that it's all that close. More than the Ravens. Oh, I would much rather play the Cowboys than the Ravens. Hmm. No, it's not even close. 
That's the only one I could use because the Chargers is the, the one that I get a little dicey on because I'm I'm not actually sure how bright their coach is. Yeah, but they're outside the playoff picture right mm-hmm. now, so that's why I didn't mention them. And, and as I went down this rabbit hole, I figured out that the top eight teams in the NFL, five of them have quarterbacks that are on that list I mentioned earlier. If you go to the bottom of the league, they all have something in common too. Their quarterbacks are all awful. Mm-hmm. But you can live in that sweet little purgatory of the middle that consists of Mike White. How many points do you think he provides? One. You're too high. Half. You're still too high. It's net neutral. zero. He is a net neutral. <laughs> He's a net neutral. Zach Wilson was the only negative in the NFL. And I want to say he got all the way down to like minus two. Mm-hmm. After the New England game, I wouldn't doubt that at all. He should. After the New England game, he should have been minus seven and a half. <laughs> Use that that stat I keep seeing about Jacoby Brissett. He could throw his next two hundred passes into the uh, into Lake Erie and still be higher rated than Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So who does this? Who who does your theory say should not be paid to a tongue of Iloa? Tua is the one that if you're the Miami Dolphins, you have to look at yourself introspectively and go, what is really the difference between Daniel Jones and Tua? I know that sounds crazy because right now Tua's an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Weird. He was never that without Tyreek Hill. He had Mike Gesicki, he had Jalen Waddle, and he was replacement level or, or at worse. times worse. Yeah. The difference between those two quarterbacks right now, Daniel Jones and Tua Tungvaluwa, according to Vegas, is two and a half points. See, this is where that's you, not even a field goal. This is where I have to lean on people who do the the actual evaluations because I'm a fan and I don't do that. I can't look at a quarterback and go, "These are the things that you're doing different from last year." Especially in the case of Tua Tungvaluwa. Well, I mean, what Tua is doing different is very simple. The, the, this is a drastically diff- different offense. Mm-hmm. Think about the three teams that run it. Their active quarterbacks right now are Mike White, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Tua Tungavailoa. Yes. And I hate to break this to Miami Dolphin fans, according to Vegas, the biggest discrepancy there is just over a field goal. Okay. But here's the thing. And it's they like, hate I've, Jimmy. I've been waiting to see the Tua progression. I've been, been hoping that the Tua progression comes. Have we seen it, or is it just because they added Tyreek Hill? It's just because they added Tyreek Hill. That's it. Okay. So he there, there is no difference. better in your eyes as a an evaluator of talent. There are better things that he is doing. But I think that comes with the progression of playing quarterback in the NFL. I don't uh, – this is – I have a feeling we're, we're going to get a visitor from down the hall when this comes out of my mouth. <laughs> the difference between Geno Smith and Tua Tungavailoa is that Tua throws a better deep ball. That's it. Inside of 20 yards, there is nothing dis- different between those two. But where does the change come in? And this is where m- my difference of opinion has come in. Mm-hmm. It's also where I'm starting to get a little more down on Derek Carr. Spend it on the weapons. Load up on weapons. Don't worry about that mid-tier quarterback. If he's not a top five guy, consistent. And that's a hard club to break into right now. Mm-hmm. The difference with the Green Bay Packers is what? Aaron. Statistically, it's not. If, well, statistically, it is a little bit. Analytically, it's really not. 
he doesn't have Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Because the biggest discrepancy with Aaron Rodgers is what his QBR is when Devontae's on the field versus anybody else. If I hear one more person talk about that Jordan Love pass to Christian Watson, I'm going to scream. <laughs> because there was nothing high level there. That's where a lot of fans get duped. And I think that's what's happening with Tua right now. Mm-hmm. You're getting duped because you're seeing what you want to see, not what's actually there. Throwing to wide open quarterbacks, I got news for you. There are 70 in this league that can do that. Kyle Allen can do that. It's when the pocket gets clouded or you have to make the high-level contested throw, that's where you start seeing high-level quarterback. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow had the worst offensive line in the NFL for a solid year. He was still great in the top 10. Mm-hmm. When did he become top five? When Jamar Chase showed up and when the line got better. It's still not great. No, it's not. It's good. I think it's officially gotten to the good point. Minus Jonah Williams, who should still be playing guard. <laughs> and legally, I have to say that every time I mention his name. It's part of the 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 the, uh, the, the lawsuit. There's no lawsuit. Come at the king, you best not miss. I was gonna say, I, first of all, for it to be anything suable, I have to be saying something is not true, and I've yet to say <laughs> that. It's assassination of character. And, and after the break, I'm going to tell you, there are a couple weird little anomalies that I've seen that tell me we worry way too much about quarterback and it has nothing to do with the name that i've actually said yet you're in the sportocracy on espn Asheville. at ingles whether we're celebrating friday night rivals televising college basketball games bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park it's all in the bag ingles low prices love the savings I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. You are just dumber than a bag of hammers. Back here on ESPN Asheville. Programming note coming up tonight on ESPN Asheville. Big 10 ACC Challenge Action 915 tip-off for the North Carolina Tar Heels against top 10 foe in the indiana hoosiers uh it's gonna be fun hopefully uh tar heels hopefully. can get back on track uh after a couple of week uh, weekend losses and uh yeah listen to jones angel and the crew coming up tonight uh on espn Asheville again nine fifteen tip for that game so what still trying to figure out like what the message here is unless you have one of the five best quarterbacks in the league don't spend 30 million dollars on them basically oh that's even more than 30 right, we're talking about 40 million dollars for jalen hurts seacrest out seacrest out look at kirk cousins mm-hmm. what weird about all of a sudden kirk cousins became a drastically better quarterback when justin jefferson showed up here's I mean, my he argument justin jefferson is stefan he well that's true uh, do you know what his career qbr is with justin jefferson or stefan diggs on the field oh it's awful i would imagine no no, no. with them oh on with the them on the field yeah it's great with them it's 62.4 without them it's below 50 mm-hmm. weird did, did kirk change 
Did, did he just, did, you think he just pounding domestic lights in games that he doesn't have those two? Now, Adam Thielen, you know how much he matters? Even in the, even in the good years? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Career hmm. QBR is like two points different with and without Adam Thielen. Hmm. It just doesn't matter. And that's where I'm, I'm getting to the point now. And I did a jet show after my quite appreciation day. Uh-huh. And that's what made me realize it. If you look at the guys that went behind Zach Wilson, how many of those guys would make the Jets just terrifying with Mike White, Jamar Chase? If you had Jamar Chase, Garrett Wilson, and Elijah Moore, who stops you exactly? Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's me playing quarterback. Who stops you? They're open 60% of the time. Each. By the way, I have a great Garrett Wilson stat if you're curious about it. <laughs> NFL history. Five receivers have ever had a PFF grade over 80 in their rookie year and average 22% target share or higher. Care to take a stab at who they are? Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Garrett Wilson. End of message. Repeat the line. Wow. Uh, Chris Olave has to. Mm-hmm. He's a rookie now. Yeah. And his team's awful interesting mm-hmm. it's a really good indicator of future prosperity question is will the market bear that out and i don't know that it will because i think that all depends on baltimore Damn. that all falls back to baltimore look the league if- freaked out when deshaun watson got a completely guaranteed deal mm-hmm. and the reason was because every team went we don't want to do that mm-hmm. we don't have to do that and we don't want to mm-hmm. because i think i'm actually late to figuring this out and Philadelphia is what's telling me that. Weird. They went and added all of these pieces around Jalen Hurts. Didn't care about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, who was getting paid, and statistically is a better thrower of the football. No. I'll I'll, I'll take the cheap quarterback. Mm-hmm. Take the cheap quarterback that can lead. And historically, when they get paid, they crater into the ocean. Right. Dak Prescott. <clears throat> I've just always <laughs> felt like, and and I've said this when we've talked about the Jalen Hurt or the uh, the Lamar Jackson thing or what? Like somebody's going to do it, mm-hmm. right? There's a team let them out, do it. There's a team out there that's going to pay, and 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 I get it. Like if you th- if you don't value that, the Baltimore Ravens they're always a smart franchise. If they're the ones that are going to make that decision, then fine. But the market is always going to be or is going to continue to be swayed to the quarterback. It's just kind of how it's just kind of how it works. And I want to I want to use a a comment in our YouTube comments right now, Adam Black. So you're telling me Darnold is our hope with the Carolina Panthers? Ask yourself this question: Which would you rather do? You're not going to pick one or two. Mm-hmm. We know that you're out. Which gives you a better hope to be better next year, Sam Darnold for ten million dollars, or Will Levis? Who are you winning more games with next year, Sam? And it's not close. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. And that's kind of the point I'm trying to make is that there are a lot of quarterbacks in this league that I think with the right weapons can be serviceable NFL quarterbacks. It's not an irony that the best athlete at whatever high school you went to right now is going into college as a wide receiver. Mm -hmm. There are some that are quarterbacks, but a lot of them get converted. How many players have we seen that were converted corners or converted safeties or whatever the case may be? They played running back in high school and now they're wide receiver. Mm-hmm. 
Look how many good ones come out every single year. And that's where I'm at with Tennessee. Because t- Ryan Tannehill is the, the, the one big grumper in the punch bowl here that makes everything I'm saying not make sense. Well, the difference is they have a six foot two, 245-pound running back that runs a 4-5-40. Mm-hmm. How many of those guys do you think there are on this planet? Uh, not many. Four? Yeah. I see what you're saying. It's an it's interesting an time in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And as I've gone down the rabbit hole with this with this three-round mock draft, it gets harder and harder for me to say, yeah, take the risk on the quarterback. Well, we talked about this being a historic quarterback class. It's not. It's not, and I'm tired of acting like it is. Yeah, I like Bryce Young a lot. I wish he was two inches taller and about 20 pounds heavier and more willing to take off and run. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud? I, you know, I don't know. I think I've done this one too many times with Ohio State quarterbacks. Absolutely. Will Levis, he and Anthony Richardson grade. The the further I went, the more I went, you two grade obnoxiously similarly. Mm -hmm. And I really don't like one of you, and I've liked the other, and I'm souring on you quickly. Right. Just don't feel like it's a, there's, there's, there's a no doubter. Oh, there's certainly not. Yeah. Bryce Young would be if if, if, if body build was better. Right, right. If he and it's not even taller. I could deal with him being, I think he's closer to 5'10 than he's anything, but mm-hmm. I could deal with that if he was a little thicker built. He's really slender, and that that bothers me. Historically, those guys don't work out well in the NFL mm-hmm. unless they're just ridiculously athletically gifted. I've, I've always felt this about the NFL and what we do. You know, we're prognosticators. We're fans. We talk about what the next trend is. We try to see what's coming before it comes so we can, you know, project who's going to get paid, who's not going to get paid, who's going to be winners, who's going to be losers. There are just so many different ways to win this game. I mean, honestly, you look at the teams in the NFL and you see teams like uh, the Cincinnati Bengals who you can play okay defense, but as long as you got that offense, Kansas City Chiefs—that's the path. Yeah, they're at the top of uh, they're they're at the top of the uh, NFL power rankings, and have been for several years because they're just so terrifying offensively and what they can put out on the field. They don't have to play great defense, but then you have other teams that are more complete packages. I look at the Philadelphia Eagles in that respect. I look at but can the, you win a Super Bowl that way? That's the thing. That's the thing. I still can't wrap my head around. I would say typically not, but you can. You look at historically, those six premier quarterbacks are still the ones that win mm-hmm. at the highest level. Mm-hmm. At the highest level, mm-hmm. that's where you're at. I, d- I want I, to I, see I want one to of see these somebody. teams that pander into what I'm saying win a Super Bowl. That's what I was getting ready and to say. And the minute that happens, I'm secret out. Yeah. I'm once getting close to that right now. Yeah, once you prove that you can win without the high-paid quarterback, the problem is we haven't seen it. I Not mean, since new UAB head coach Trent Dilfer. Right, right. And some will say, well, what's the bar on payment? Because we, you know, we saw Tom Brady went. Well, Tom's different. Tom's different because There's, Tom's been manipulating his cap number for years. Exactly. Tom will play for less. I'll but be he should. Be, he should have been the first fifty million dollar quarterback. Can Do I you s- not agree? I, no. You don't agree with that. Based on how much he wins, he should have been the first one no but he's different he's built different he thinks different he's more team and not give me my paycheck but think about what you just said Mm -hmm. look at look at all of the things that have been around him and as you go down the 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 
informational highway here of Tom's never been in the top five in cap number. No. Minus one anomaly year where, well, we've run out of voidable years. We've run out of things. He's here. Right. And that was the year they got knocked out early in the playoffs mm-hmm. and got absolutely smoked in the process. Mm-hmm. I don't find that to be ironic. What, that for that one year, the money made that much of a difference? Well, money always make difference. It will always make a difference. There's a reason every team in the NFL employs a capologist. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that the New Orleans Saints are where they are. You punted this down the road. Now it's caught up to you, and you don't really have another alternative. But I feel like the I feel like the two New York teams, Seattle, couple others. You're the you're going to be the great case study to me. Because those three teams are drafting at a ridiculously high level. Mm-hmm. They're competing at least a year before they should have been. What happens if one of you get to a conference championship game? It's not going to happen this year with any of the three of them. What happens next year? Mm-hmm. None of them are going to have a different quarterback than they have right now. I would wager it's still Geno Smith in Seattle, Daniel Jones in in uh, the Giants with the Giants, mm-hmm. and Mike White with the Jets. Mm-hmm. What if you one think of those... you're going to go full season with Mike White next year? According to Jason Lockenfora, yeah. Well, maybe so. There, there's a report out today that says uh, Robert Sala knows that there is no future for Zach Wilson. He's just trying to push that conversation off into the offseason. I'm interested what you pay him. Because he's a free agent this year, isn't he? Yes. So what are you going to give him? $15 million? 20 Depends on the rest of the season. Goes. 25 It won't be 25 I'm just curious how high that goes. Short of he wins us a Super Bowl, and I'll be honest with you, Mike White wins us a Super Bowl, I I will volunteer to be the one that carries your chariot into the parade. <laughs> I'm, a sad, I'm a sad enough Jets fan. I don't care what we pay you at that point. Oh, we can just go full on, give I him what he wants. Give him $50 million, I don't care. Give him what it Now, that's weird. The Take one guy down. who said, uh, uh, you know, oh, I can't believe these teams are selling out for Super Bowls. But that's kind of what Are they the Jets? Said. Is their last Super Bowl in 1969? Does their last trophy qualify for AARP? Because mine does. Right. So, yeah. Okay, maybe I'm a little desperate. (laughs) It's just funny how the tides change when it's your own team. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, and it's time to get weird. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida. And there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. You know, it doesn't seem all that weird that somebody from Florida winds up in this segment. Because it happens quite a lot. That's why it's in the imaging for the segment. Uh, It's also not weird in America to see frivolous lawsuits be filed. This is probably one that takes the cake for me, though, as far as uh, stupidest of all time. There is a woman named Amanda Ramirez from Hialeah, Florida, who has proposed a $5 million class action lawsuit against Kraft Heinz Foods Company, alleging that the manufacturer of Velveeta shells and cheese has been misleading its customers all these years. And no, it's not the obvious of that's not cheese, that's plastic, as I have maintained over the years. That was what I was going to say. That's not that. That's not where this lawsuit is going. The lawsuit is upset about the time frame that they say it takes to prepare the food for it to be. It says on the package, ready in three and a half minutes. 
but apparently it's there's the, 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 this woman's time is so valuable and so just jam packed with activity that she quote unquote paid extra for the time savings in buying the ready in three and a half minutes Velveeta uh, shells and cheese that. It was just such a burden on her when three and a half minutes was actually the microwave time. It didn't take into account all that time. You have to account for opening the package, getting out the milk, pouring the milk into the bowl, and then stirring it all up. That's over three and a half minutes, and that's false advertising, and I need $5 million for that. No, uh uh-uh. People like this. I, I don't know what to do with this. It's just, it, to me, it's so dumb. It's it's a it's beyond frivolous lawsuit. Like, this is just for wasting the court's time, which I don't think there's a court that's going to $500,000. You owe us. I mean, that's a little, that's a little excessive. Ah, do it two or I mean, three I, times, it'll stop happening. Look, I'm, I'm, more into, um, I'm more into public shaming than that. I feel like there should be like a dunk tank somewhere like put it in the town square in hialeah florida hell we'll do vacations to places where we can just dunk tank people who come up with these frivolous lawsuits oh you wanted five million dollars from Kraft because they said it was going to take three and a half minutes and it actually took five and a half minutes for you to make it uh okay dunk tank dunk tank full of uh ooh, castor oil of what yeah yeah what is what is is that motor oil no 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 no. it's it's like a cooking oil just just something worse than water it's not harmful i mean in the break i'm gonna have to google what google what castor Castor oil oil. yeah you cook with it here i'll give you the explanation in just a moment you tell your weird story uh my weird story is about the singer pink she apparently does not value her money and she has very strange taste in art because she has apparently after miami art week spent thousands of dollars because she was take her breath was taken away by an exhibit of art by chimpanzees mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pink was apparently heartened to learn that chimps find painting therapeutic and like humans the ape's artist tends to be introspective. Oh, introspective. Did they tell you that? That, that? That's one of my questions here is, did you have a conversation? These animals have feelings, and they can convey them and, through and, art. And that's all well and good. The, the, the canvas, which she purchased, and I'm looking at it, is just a bunch of squiggles on a red canvas. Where is the introspective in that? Oh, let me see if I let me see if I can if I can translate. This is me doing my best imitation of the chimpanzees. I pooed, and you can have some. Yeah. And if you don't take it, I'm gonna throw it at you. <laughs> Did I'm I do trying it? Trying to give you a gift. Introspective. You don't want it. I. All right, I'm just gonna say this because well, my name's on the door. And I can. She spent five thousand dollars on this. We lose our minds about Elon Musk buying Twitter because, oh, he could have done so much good with that money. Pink bought a painting done by a chimp. Mm-hmm. 
what am I missing here? I, I, I'm missing something, and I'm I, 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 more than willing to listen to the explanation. I'm just not seeing it. <sighs> Fools and their money will soon would, be parted. I would do it. All I'm saying. I would do it. Of course I would do it. What? I would buy a painting that was made by a chimp. For $5,000. I mean, if I had Pink's money? Sure. No, you wouldn't. Even if you had Pink's money, you would still be the cheapest human on planet Earth. You would still be the person using your cell phone calculator to calculate 15% of a tip. I don't do that. <clears throat> do it all in my head. <clears throat> and I always round up. Is the math still done? That's the only question I'm asking. Oh, 100%. There's one of us that gets a, that, that gets a bill and goes, here's monies. Uh, <laughs> one of us goes, carry the two. 17 percent that's me because yeah. it was good service i'm not that cheap of a tipper i actually don't know i'm making all of this up uh, thank you what uh, is the biggest tip you've ever left in your life the biggest tip mm-hmm. i've ever left in my life i think it was like 50 bucks but that was like a high price then like roots chris or something it was like okay. you know it was it was a splurge thing and it was like hey here's you know it's a great, great okay thing. Great time was had. All right, uh, I will rescind my objection to your uh, uh, to making you sound like my a cheap ba- my base is twenty. My base is twenty. Like even horrible service. I'll, I'm going to make a sweeping declaration. That's anybody not true. that has... I've actually stiffed people before, but oh, don't don't <laughs> tell me that. I will yell at you. I have a rule. Uh, it's twenty percent, or you don't eat with me. I don't care how bad the service is. Nice. I don't care if they go full chimp painting and throw your food at you. I don't care. It. 20 oh, percent no. well, minimum i'm a, i'm out i'm out i've done if that it's job. Ba- if it's that bad i'm making a statement i've actually paid to have someone throw my food at me so there's a restaurant in myrtle beach if you don't know oh, Google it. dick's last resort correct that's great it's a great place yeah i will never ever ever be able to say what my hat in that place said i was gonna say i know you got a hat and i know it was entertaining oh yeah because mine was oh it was good uh castor oil is a vegetable oil pressed from castor beans it's got a very it's it's got a castor beans castor beans um it's got a it's got it it's got a very distinct odor and taste oh so it's something that smells bad yeah but you cook with it yes and it tastes bad well it doesn't taste bad it's it's just a strong taste it gives it a you could Lots of people who have those palates can go, oh, that was cooked with castor oil. So it tastes bad. It smells bad. If you eat it by itself, absolutely. And you cook with it. Okay. (laughs) That's kind of like truffle. I've never understood why people go, oh, look, this is so much better because it's made with truffle. But it's, but it's. So that means that you made it smell just horrible. But it's better than water. It's better. It's like, it's more of a punishment than dunking somebody in water. It's like the, like a, like a pale yellow viscous kind of grossness that's why i use that as an example because it would be relatively harmless to the person but they'd probably smell like castor oil for several days after you did it frivolous lawsuits we can we can be creative about the punishments for these five hundred thousand dollars yeah you have to work as think she's got five hundred thousand you have to work as the art dealer for the chimpanzee paintings I mean, she's begging for $5 million in a class action lawsuit from Velveeta because it took more than three and a half minutes to prepare shells and cheese. I don't feel like this is a woman that's got $500,000 to pay. That's a good point. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? 
Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. The Sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. I always love it when this uh, when the when the restaurant topic comes up. Yeah, hundred percent. I always love it. I Tank and I do not dine together very often. No, we do not. I mean, mainly because my schedule and yours are just aggressively different they are i have to be in the bed by 8 30 and jeremy uh is lucky to go to bed most nights before three yeah that's about right yeah yeah when i died nobody's gonna look at me and go i'm shocked he took such good care of himself most people will go well that lasted about them years longer than we thought it would right no, it was mentioned in the comments here. What was it? Colin Green said Tank goes to restaurants and just eats the free salads. I that would not shock me at the least. Never done that. Never done never that. Never once. No. You never where, got, do, where do you go to get a free salad? Because I need to know where. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I should have known. That's why you were asking this question. No, that's not how that goes down. Uh, conversations living room with RJ um, says the, the quality of food or taste is never the server's fault. So Correct. tipping is always a must. Correct. Never base it on that. If the service sucks, I'm not tipping you because that's what I'm tipping you for, correct? Mm, no. I'm tipping you for service. I have never in my life had service so bad that I went, I'm not tipping anything. Oh, I have. I have not. Frankly, I think you would actually have to hit me, which nobody has ever felt the urge to if do. If you bring me my food and it's the only time I see you, no. Don't. Uh, but you gotta but there's many things that could go into that how many tables does this person actively have that's not their fault it's not their fault there are many things that go into that we act like there are that we act like servers are great at their job just uh, just all across the board it's not true there are horrible servers out there that do not deserve tipping i'm sorry oh that's not true there are oh no that's not true Mm -hmm. there are certain people in this world that you just have to take care of you got to take care of the person okay. that uh, the, the 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 one that that uh, corrals the buggies at uh, at the grocery store. Have you ever tipped those people? No, I have. Have you really? Hundred percent. You just walk 100%. up to a random dude at Ingles and mm-hmm. be like, "Here's twenty bucks. Appreciate it, the job you've done." Done it more than once. Really? Mm-hmm. Never thought about it. Uh, I don't. Sp- I don't actually pay for anything in cash, and yet I always have a little bit of cash on me for purposes like that. Mail carrier. Take care of your mail carrier. Mm-hmm. A, they know things about you. Mm-hmm. Never forget that. At Christmas, yeah, you just throw a little check. That's mm-hmm. why you should know your mail carrier's name. Mm-hmm. Bill Budacek uh, says he had a waiter say one word to him the entire time, never come back to the table. They received four U.S. quarters. 
And that's still better than what you said. Because you still tipped them. Yeah. I'm one of the I'm one of those that I'll I be really like honest with I I have written non applicable on a on a on a receipt just, oh, uh, just to be that guy. And, and this is the reason This is how bad you are at your job. Find another one. And this is the reason that when you eat with tank you your your drink does not get re- refilled very often and sometimes you eat with me and they just go we brought you a bottle of wine but i didn't order that we never said you did mm-hmm. now you've eaten with me enough to know that that happens things like that happen all the time i've never seen that happen to you i've never seen you've never anybody seen me just get a, give you something you've never seen me get a free beer in a bar not one that you don't go to every day Oh no, I could. Uh, I think seven, right off the top of my head. Really, it's like you take you. care of us. We take, or they play the game of I misported this for somebody. Nobody around the bar drinking what I am. <laughs> I misported this. You have this. Look, you know me. I'm you not. Take I, care I'm, of I'm never the guy that comes in all standoffish and. Rawr, 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 rawr. You come to my table and you give me an attitude and you expect me to be grateful. Screw you. Uh, Stephen Tao also had a good point. Some people don't want to see the waiter fifty-eight times. I'm that guy. Four times that most. Mm-hmm. The entire time I'm sitting here. Mm-hmm. If I have to chase you down to get a refill on my drink, it's not a good sign. And even, and even in that case, I will still tip you. You have to do something above and beyond. I have not cooked in my own house in no less than five weeks. Mm-hmm. I eat out a lot. I don't think I've ever chased a waiter ever i don't think i've ever even had to really ask for anything mm-hmm. now I, I couldn't tell you why that is uh havoc tank doesn't understand you can uh tip it doesn't understand the concept you can tip your way into getting hooked up i mean if you go places a lot yes you can. Oh, which i do which i that's don't. also a biased part of this i don't I, I, do. I don't i'm not i'm the guy that cooks at home all the time like we always have home meals and so we go to restaurants what once uh every two months once every month sometimes if it's a good month i've eaten three meals in restaurants in the same day i don't i don't i don't go to places over and over and over again obviously if you've got a rapport with those people that's different if i'm going to a restaurant just on the spur of like hey we need to go out to eat tonight okay well let's go somewhere we have never been i think the service is horrible i'm not i'm not tipping you i think i have two looks that i've never i've never quite been able to explain uh, one of them is that guy probably tips pretty well. Yeah, the other one is that guy does not appear like he loves to be touched. He's not, hey, let me go hug that guy guy. <laughs> West Virginia Willie says it's probably because everybody's scared of Jeremy. Uh, yeah. Also entirely possible. Could be. Could I am a gigantic be. human with a mullet. So there's, uh, that could be it too. Right. That guy looks like he might throw a table through the window. Right. And again just because i've done it before doesn't mean it's a common practice i'm just saying if you've never had service that makes you go no i'm not tipping them i think there's something wrong with you this has five o'clock poll written all over it ah yeah yeah you're in the sportsocracy here on espn Asheville. real estate isn't about properties it's about people i'm clarissa hyatt zach with exp realty your native realtor serving all of western north carolina 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Yeah, um, so, you know, we, we usually do, like, gambling betting picks and stuff here at the end of the hours, but Jeremy's really missing his action action. I, I, I am. I'm, I'm very sad because I'm just – I'm not to the point yet. I mean, we flirted with the NBA. We started really hot. You did. And then it I just – okay. It lost its luster. It's not even that it lost its luster. It's just the NBA in. is so – painful to watch when we're in football season mm-hmm. I, I mean and it's so night by night it's not that predictable tank is secret out on the nba at this point i am uh, we played a fun a game yesterday but uh not yesterday two days ago before the show of uh, there are six teams in each conference that would currently not have to play in the play-in tournament that would make the playoffs of those 12 teams he guessed 11 and hasn't watched an nba game all year right uh, outside of like the first Charlotte, Hornets the Portland game. Trailblazers were the only team that you missed. Right, like I, I watched the Charlotte Hornets beat the San Antonio Spurs to open the season, and then I went, yeah, oh yeah, we're we're bad, bad, we're, we're very bad, bad. Give me a reason to watch, and I don't have one right now because there's football. But after the uh, after the NFL playoffs and things like that, we will crank up nba playoff picks when the nba is actually palatable to watch yeah absolutely uh we did not uh, mention this yesterday because the show was recorded yesterday because of a shindig that was going on here in the uh in the in the station we had like 75 people show up yesterday for uh uh caroline taylor's uh retirement party which hey, we were gonna we are going to miss her around this building she has lot. been she has been the glue that has been holding the sales side of this building together for 30 years and she's also has been very good to us absolutely personally absolutely she has been uh key to us seeing this be a success and maintain this on the air uh for the last two years or three years so we owe her a big debt of gratitude so it was it was a fun event and all of that we did not get to mention go usa as the u.s beat iran yesterday in the group stage advancing to the knockout stage they'll face the netherlands this weekend christian pulisic had a uh what do they get a, a pelvic contusion suffered on the only goal of the game yesterday he says he will be ready to to, to roll on saturday against the netherlands and hopefully we can win one beyond that i don't i don't see much of a future for this world cup but you know i think the u.s has uh has a brighter future than usual when it comes to world cups in 2026 you know it could possibly be a threat but congratulations to the u.s men's soccer team uh for moving on to the knockout rounds of the world cup daily drafts coming up after the sports center update and we have decided we're going to talk about worst college football power five jobs. Uh, one of them just take. got filled. Brent Key. Uh, we'll discuss that. We didn't get a chance to discuss this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sent us down a rabbit hole. 
what are the worst jobs? Because I think two of them are open right now. Well, the worst jobs that you would possibly take in college football. Talk about that up next here on ESPN Asheville. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. You are in the sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Take us with you everywhere you go, live or on demand. And also see us on YouTube. Easiest way to get there if you're unfamiliar is go to the sportsocracy.com. Click on the live video link. You can subscribe to the channel while you're there. We encourage you to do so so you get all those alerts when we go live. And that'll get you into the chat with us. And you can vote in today's poll. Is not tipping ever acceptable? And the answer is no. The answer is yes. No. Yes. We could do this all day. We could do this all day. Um, Right now it is uh, 54% no to 46% yes. Weigh in. Let us settle this debate once and for all. And gratuity doesn't count. If you're in a party or Vader more, they will include the tip. We, you have to pay that. Yes, so that's absolutely. forcing you to tip. Absolutely. So voluntary tipping. Is and the it bad ever thing is that okay? the reason that restaurants do that is because people will undercut the tip so often on those large parties mm-hmm. that put a weight on the restaurant. Indeed. Indeed. So uh, we had the discussion the last hour of there have been two, maybe three times in my dining life where i have stiffed someone or left like a penny because your service was so bad leaving a penny is actually worse actually it is yeah, it's it's worse mm-hmm. but you know and there's never been that case for jeremy because he's just he just throws his money around i do not throw money he's, around. he's mr participation trophy when it comes to service and restaurants it just gives everybody big no tips. i've done that job and i know there are things that that go into that that you're not necessarily taking into account no. uh-huh. because in the restaurant you think your table's the only table and you're not <laughs> and some of these things have nothing to do with the server uh maybe maybe uh, Look, nobody walks into that job going I'm going to be awful. I hate people to such a point that I'm going to bring them their food and deal with their jerkiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody does that. Yeah. So I feel like it takes a lot. I mean, if you've listened to this program for any amount of time, you know I'm not the unlikable one. I'm not the standoffish guy. And I'm not that way when I go out in public. If I get that from my server, we're already off to a bad start. So, anyhow, uh, you can vote in the poll. Obviously, be subscribed to the channel to do so. Join the more than 3,000 people who have subscribed to the YouTube channel. Uh, We are coming to you live from the Ingalls studio, as always, and it's time for the Daily Draft. Here at the top of the third hour of the program at today's Daily Draft, Jeremy and I will be drafting the worst possible Power 5 jobs in college football because... Looks like Deion Sanders has had he's at least had the offer and has had a little bit of interest in Colorado, if not more. Uh, he's leaving Jackson State. I, I think there is absolutely no debating that. No, and we knew that was coming. Uh, according to reports, he's down to Colorado, USF, 
or the job that I think he actually wants, which is Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. It's also the job that should be hiring him and should have made the call about five seconds after Luke Fickle walked out the door. Still kind of shocked about the Georgia Tech job. I thought that just made too much sense for him to go to Atlanta. Have no fear. We're going to talk about Georgia Tech. I've, yep. I've heard some things there that if you don't take them, I surely will. You surely will. No doubt. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's let's get it underway here. First pick belongs to? That would be me. To you. Okay. And I'm going to take the obvious no doubt number one which is Vanderbilt. Aha. Vanderbilt is an, an an impossible place to win. You have no shot. Mm-hmm. If you take the normal pool of players that all the other SEC institutions get to pick from, because let's be honest, I, and this is not me being spicy, none of the schools in the SEC outside of Vanderbilt are exactly uh, prodigious academic institutions. Let me be really honest with you, outside, with yourself outside of Florida, name me a school in the sec that somebody could say i got my doctor my doctorate degree from auburn mm-hmm. put that scalpel down <laughs> put that scalpel down i i need i have to go away yeah. from here uh, now the same same and thing yes i will for, give florida the credit that they have a good medical school i get it yeah i was gonna say same thing would be for for georgia unless you're a veterinarian which they have the best veterinarian no program in the country no doubt if you or, got your doctorate at georgia you can work on puddles yeah I just don't want you taking out any of yeah, exactly. my things. Like <laughs> I don't want to lose an organ to Dr. Ugga. Right. Uh, Vanderbilt gets about 4%. That's the number I've been told. About 4% of athletes that clear the clearinghouse to be D1 college athletes. Mm-hmm. That's what Vanderbilt gets to recruit from. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice a theme with who I select. It's not necessarily whether you win or lose. Fan base plays in, and how hard is it to get players? Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt is the overwhelming winner to me. I would. I'm going down the same kind of path here with my first pick. It's Northwestern. I don't feel like that's a team that's ever been good. They have been. I mean, Corey Dillon. Wasn't what wasn't the Corey Dillon years at Northwestern? Those were pretty good. Yeah, there was a Gary Barnett run. Pat Fitzgerald's had a couple. That's true. That's not, I'll go ahead and tell you, they were not on my list. But the high side's been like seven and four. So the thing about Northwestern that nobody ever talks about, they have the best journalism school in the country. Yes, they do. So if you have a player that's a good athlete that maybe knows I'm not going to play in the NFL, there are advantages mm-hmm. to going to Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Take not every entity that does what we do that you that, that's on a really high end national level that that you probably love. I bet half of them went to Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Greenberg. The other half went to Syracuse. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> so reason Syracuse isn't on my list either, right? Because that is an advantage that nobody ever talks about. Mm-hmm. Now you have a lot of other like, disadvantages. But but I was going to say I don't feel like that's a a great recruiting tool hey come play college football here and if your football doesn't work out you can take the journalism classes maybe it does first i mean well, i'm no, sure it does you go some. in with the intent of majoring in that a lot of the ath- a mm-hmm. lot of the athletes that go to northwestern do that sure that's so the reason they didn't make my with, list same thing with syracuse i get it the the saving grace for me with northwestern is at least you're in chicago correct you're in chicago it's a big city there's things to do all of that uh and you can you can recruit there but you're also there are stringent academic goals that they have to meet and i feel like that's going to hinder you all the time 
Northwestern is just a place that has never been great at football. Like I said, the high watermark years are seven, eight wins. Woo! Number two on my list is Nebraska. Because that has become the unattainable <laughs> job when it comes to um, expectations. They expect you to be Tom Osborne when you take that job. And if you're not, you're going to be run out on a rail in two days. I'm glad you went that way because I I did some of the same of that mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I, that job is really difficult, and it's because it, they did it to themselves. Yes, you took away all of your recruiting advantages, so now you're recruiting kids from Texas who maybe have that little chip on their shoulder. They didn't get the offer from Texas or Texas A and M, and so I can go to Nebraska and play against Maryland. I no. No, I don't think I'm going to do that. Uh, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I said that when they moved to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. You, you, you took money and you cost yourself money by taking the money that you get right now. They were on my list. Okay. Uh, I was not going to take them this high. As I told you, the two of the jobs that I was going to take are open right now. Okay. Uh, the first one is Colorado. A, you have absolutely no budget whatsoever. The amount of money they spend by comparison to, to the other schools, we're gonna, it's not even the ballpark. That's the reason I can't believe Deion Sanders is going to do this. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, why? Why would you do that? Yeah, Because uh, everything you've said is that you want to win at a high level, and I'm not sure that you even physically can at Colorado. It's been 25 years since they've even been a passable college football team. Mm-hmm. And then they always talk about, well, we won a national title in 1990. That was 32 years ago. It's quite a long time ago. And they split that with Georgia Tech, right? They did. That was that was that year? They did. That's just an impossible job to me. Much like my next selection, which is also open right now, Stanford. Ooh. You had one of the best coaches in America, and you could not win squat. You got lucky that you had a high-end quarterback with Jim Harbaugh. In Andrew Luck. Mm -hmm. That's the only time you were really even in the discussion. And it's because you were so good at that one position. Can't recruit depth because you're not allowed to recruit these players because they can't get in. On CMC. They had Christian McCaffrey. And even during those years, they weren't great. You're winning seven, eight games a year. If you remember, the the bowl that Christian McCaffrey opted out of Mm -hmm. was the Sun Bowl. Yep. And that was was with him. Uh, that should pretty much tell you everything you need to know. Right. You had a Heisman candidate and got to the Sun Bowl. That's a dreadful job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Peterson looking like he will be the, the the choice at Stanford. Interesting. Very interesting. Because apparently he can't acclimate to a time zone that's not the West Coast time zone. So, Jeremy going back-to-back Pac-12 schools on that one. Yep. Okay. Um, We've already got one SEC team on here, and I'll I'll go with another SEC school. It's Missouri. I don't see the positive of Missouri. And I get, you I know. I can tell you like what it is Eli, if you want me to. Eli Drinkowitz has been, you know, made the move to the sec and it was like oh wow he's getting a job in the sec yeah but he's going to missouri there's money there though is there mm-hmm. there's there's just no players uh the problem is that they recruited a high-end five-star this year 
it was the only player that was a five star within a hundred miles of the campus. Mm-hmm. You're just in the middle of nowhere, right? And people think, oh, you're close to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And case and point. Mm-hmm. Not really. It's not exactly a hotbed hot of, yeah. of recruiting. <laughs> exactly i just feel like that's one of those jobs that now here here you go if you if you took the missouri job there wouldn't be a whole lot of pressure to win because you're not really expected to there's more than you think really because they think they should be better than they are they're not and they haven't been and i don't know that they'll ever be what's the high line of missouri football the sam michael sam years no 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 they had a there was a time back in the late 90s that they were pretty good now, you're never going to revisit that. That's another team that moved conferences and you went to a place where you stand no shot. Right. You're in the SEC where you're going to be buried. And here's the thing. You're buried in the SEC East where the worst teams in that conference play. And, yes, I'm including Georgia into that because what has it been since Nick Saban has, you know, Nick Saban and Les Miles and that, that whole string of, of SEC West dominance – still hangs over this conference just because georgia won the championship last year and is number one again and is the favorite to win the championship again i don't feel like that really swayed the the moment the power structure of the sec to the east it still georgia stands alone in the east not taking a slide at tennessee or florida or any of those they're still you know they can still be competitive year in and year out but you're in you're in the worst part of the toughest conference, and you're still buried year in and year out. I don't see Missouri as being a job that anybody should want to take. And then I got to go back to the Big Ten for my next selection, and it's Rutgers. You're in Piscataway, New Jersey. Hot, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. That, the, the problem with Rutgers, there's no accountability whatsoever. They're fine with Greg, Greg Schiano can coach there till the end of his life, mm-hmm. and they're happy winning high side seven eight games. Oh, you win eight games, they'll build statues to you. Exactly. You make it to a bowl game, and they'll extend your contract and give you a little extra money. And by mm-hmm. a little extra, I mean a Bennigan's gift card. You're just because that a, is how little they care. You're just at a bad sports school, and again, you're buried in. You're buried in a conference where you will never compete. I'm I'm going to upset somebody with one of my last two choices. Okay. I bounced back and forth here, and I finally just don't overthink yourself. It's Washington State. They don't spend any money. They ran off Nick Rolovich because he wouldn't get the COVID shot, which made them look whatever your politics are on that i don't really care it made them look horrible they wanted him to take the shot on the 50 yard line like okay i i get wanting him to do it again your politics notwithstanding making a show of it plus you're in the middle of nowhere you refuse to spend any form of money and you're going up against phil knight usc ucla washington in your own state who are you going to out-recruit? Do you not find it funny that their last five coaches have all run gimmicky schemes? It's because they have to. Mm-hmm. That's why they loved Mike Leach. He ran a scheme that was different. He didn't want five-star guys. He wanted the little shifty slot receivers that nobody else wanted. 
And then there's the one that's it's gonna people are gonna say this is me being biased or me being a jerk. It's Miami. Really? It's Miami. Oh, you're in a supple recruiting base. Okay, tell me the coach that's been there that hasn't recruited well. It's not the point. Mm-hmm. Nobody stays. Mm-hmm. They get to Miami. They went on these recruiting visits, and maybe they saw LSU or Florida State or Florida or whatever the case may be. And the deeper down the rabbit hole at Miami you go, the more you realize that most of the buildings they use for in the athletics department were built in the 70s. You want to be a national contender? They give you the pressure of being a national contender. And they give you absolutely nothing to build one. Mm-hmm. Mario Cristobal. I'll be honest with you. I, I and I would you'll never know this, but if you somehow got him in a room and gave him truth serum, he'd go back to Oregon in a heartbeat. Of I should have known that nothing about this would change, and here we are. There is going to be a mass exodus out of that program like you have never seen the likes of before. I've heard half that roster could be gone before the end of the year. Wow. That's how bad that that actually went in Miami this year. Hmm. And I'm not sure that's not the best coach you could possibly have hired. I would agree with that. Wow, I never would have got to Miami. It's the hardest. That's where I took a little bit of a swing. That's the hardest place to win. You at least get on television. You at least have recruits. The problem is retaining anybody. Because they see the locker rooms at all these other schools and, and and these different facilities they have and the training rooms. And then you go to Miami, to a stadium that is falling down on itself, that's really inconvenient. It's off campus. It's across town. There's just not really a positive to it outside of the U. Mm-hmm. And the U is the biggest knock. Because everybody expects you to be Jimmy Johnson or Butch Davis, and you're just not going to be. Right. You can't put that fence around Miami-Dade County now that Jimmy Johnson talked about. Because now you got Florida State, you've got uh, Florida, UCF, even FAU. That, there are a ton of places to play down there. And you can play right away. And there's very little expectation at some of them. And they have much nicer facilities than you. Uh, all right, final pick here of the worst Power 5 coaching jobs you could have. I want to see if you take a spicy swing right here. It's it's not going to be spicy, and it's not going to surprise anybody. You know, you, you know, we are the Tar Heel Station. I got to take Duke. Oh, I think Duke's a bad job. I do. You're just a basketball school. They don't care about football all that much. I mean, you know, Cutcliffe went. David Cutcliffe went in there and turned that program into a semi contender in the ACC. I don't know. ACC top man. Well, I get that, but that was in a historically weak part of the conference the thing you have to understand about and i wondered how long it was going to be i I didn't know if you would put them in this Mm -hmm. i wondered how long it was going to be before you did that Mm -hmm. you got to remember there's a lot a lot of money at duke now you're never gonna you're never gonna take gravy away from the basketball team no but there's extra money that they don't allocate to anything else women's basketball which i mean basketball is the cornerstone it's the lion's share of the pie yeah but there's extra money that they will throw at football. I'm not going to be shocked if Mike Elko is actually competitive there. Maybe he can. He's maybe a he can very be. good coach. Maybe he can be. They were eight and four this year. That's a positive sign. After you know the the downfall that David Cutcliffe had in his last few years at Duke, but historically this is just a program that doesn't have it. Was between 
I was going to go with an ACC school here, and for me it was between Duke and Boston College. And I feel like Boston College has a better heritage in football than Duke does. How long ago was that? Exactly. It was a long time ago. Their facilities are awful. Duke doesn't have that problem. They, their, their facilities are Because well, basketball bar. pays for itself. Absolutely. And pays for everything else. You don't have that at Boston College. And North that. Carolina is not – because I'm not going to lie, I considered Wake Forest at one point because mm-hmm. that's a borderline impossible place to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an impossible place to win yep. at a high level. They don't expect you to. The money is there now. The boosters are coming in. Yes. Uh, and North Carolina is becoming a much easier place to recruit. North Carolina, South Carolina is becoming more of a hotbed than it's ever been before. There were several Which years- is why I couldn't take any school right. in either of these two states. Right. There was a handful of years ago. I was going to say several, but it wasn't even a several. There's a handful of years ago where North Carolina would have been a, would have been a, cho- a choice for me on this list. It's only since the rebirth of the program under mac brown and you had a little spotty years butch davis and uh i've already forgot his name the 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 other coach that took him that won the fedora yeah larry fedora had a spicy year or two john bunting right but not anymore dude though i feel like they still lay in that and i'm not saying that uh, mike elko can't do a good job there i just feel like it's very very tough very tough job that's why it's number five and not higher they have academic restrictions too right you are in the sportsocracy here on espn Asheville. rogue combat club Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training has a goal for our community one that's stronger more fit and unwavers in its support of one another rogue combat clubs instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in brazilian jiu-jitsu muay thai and wrestling Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. The Ingalls Advantage isn't just about savings or the best quality food for your family. It's more than that. It's the advantage of being a part of a community. That's why we provide over 2 million pounds of food every year through regular donations and programs like the Ingalls Giving Tree, Food for Thought, and the Ingalls Fill-A-Backpack program. It's the right thing to do, and we know that you would do the same. Ingalls, your neighbor for over 50 years. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. The Sportsocracy. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. 
It's the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. And uh, Jeremy, I just saw this story, and I feel like we need to we need to have a discussion. We know fans go crazy, right? I mean, that's why they're called fans. Fans, short for fanatic, and you can't be level-headed in some of the decisions that you make. But did you see this? The Tennessee Volunteers fan got a tattoo, a giant tattoo of Josh Heupel on their arm. Oh, boy. It's the picture of him from after the Alabama win where he's on the field and he's got the cigar in his mouth and he's got that just big poo-eating grin on his face. Don't do that. Getting uh, tattoos of people, people. that it's a bad call. Right, that's the thing. Like, I can fully understand your fandom of getting tattoos of your favorite team or championships that have already happened. Yeah, don't do it beforehand either. <laughs> Things like that. I just I encourage everyone, dude, do not go down this path. Josh, there is a very decent chance. I'm not saying good. I'm just saying decent chance that he will not be the head coach of the Tennessee Volunteers in the next four years. And it could be shorter than that. I mean, with the way things are going at Oklahoma, would you be shocked yes. for them to I'll the offer him a it. landmark deal to come back and save the program? That ended so badly. He got, people forget this. He got fired at Oklahoma. You do mm-hmm. get that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't see a path. You don't see a path. That, that, $100 million. That, that wound I won't is, be shocked if he says it's $100 million, 10 years, fully guaranteed. I wouldn't be shocked for them to do it. I would. They don't. They don't. Mm-mm. In terms of money, you're not going to outspend Tennessee. There's enough ill will there. I, I feel like that's an overblown story mm-hmm. that people don't do their homework on. It, it, because you're going to have to overpay. Mm-hmm. There, there's no doubt. Oklahoma is, there's going to be a, uh, I'm mad at you charge with Josh Heibel. So that's not why I'm saying it. I'm just, I would say it's more likely that maybe this was the best year he has there could be i'm not i'm not saying i believe that i'm just saying that's probably more likely look i could understand getting a tattoo of phil fulmer those were the years that are never nobody can ever take that away from you don't do this i mean this is a second year head coach was it a great win was it a win that that tennessee fans will remember forever yes look i'm a i'm a fan of several things I mean, I have a ta- I have a fan tattoo. I have a tattoo on my leg of a band logo that are friends of the family. They were the reason that I love music, and I got their tattoo, and I'm I'm very proud to have a part of them on me. But they changed members every year. You know, I would never get, like, one of the members tattooed on me just because people come and go from bands and, and, and organizations and teams, and I just feel like this is a bad a bad deal that at some point you're going to look back and you're going to regret that. It's like getting a tattoo of your girlfriend. Also a bad idea. Also a bad idea. Love fades. <laughs> Love has a tendency to fade and you're going to be in a position possibly one day where that tattoo, you're going to regret it immediately. A comedian I used to open for used to tell a joke about that, that I would just really love to throw in here right now, and I can't. <laughs> but It I makes can't. me sad. But I can't. Yeah, so Tennessee fan that went out and got the Josh Heupel with the cigar in his mouth tattoo, I'm glad you're happy. I truly am. I said this when Tennessee beat Alabama. 
College football is better when Tennessee is good. Oh, no doubt. But just don't do this. I think you should have taken a uh, a more strained look at that. Get the tattoo of the logo. Get the tattoo of the final score if it means that much. Hell, I would have respected a back piece that was like the scene of the field with all of the fans ripping down the goalposts and all of that. You could do that. I just don't know about getting the Josh Heupel tattoo two years into his tenure. It's aggressive. Bill Budacek asked how many doubloons to see that tattoo. Well, here's the problem. He'd have to get his leg up on that desk because oh, that yeah, camera's that's, mounted. That's, and uh, you know, not that he wouldn't show it to you, just that it might not be physically possible. <laughs> right. It's not, you know, it's, it's fine. It's a Nighthawk. If you'd like to look them up, they're, the name of the band is the Nighthawks. They're a, a regional blues band out of D.C. Very cool logo, I've always thought. So I got that la- that logo tattooed on my leg. So something that means something to me. I get if Josh Heupel means something to you, I just wouldn't get him tattooed on me unless he was like my cousin. <clears throat> what? Nope. Would it not have to be something like that for you, for like uh, you know, to get somebody tattooed on your on your body that someone not, that cannot be excommunicated from the family gonna, or something it's like not that? Be a cousin, I can promise you that much. A co- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't get that part of West Virginia? Did you, did you not? <laughs> where I was headed? That's exactly where I was headed. Just uh, move on. You can have bad breakups with cousins too. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. It's time for the most important message of the day. Which is always... Don't do crimes! Don't do crimes, and especially don't do crimes if you're... If, if you work for the government. Never a good idea, because you're going to get bad press. It's going to come back on the administration. Uh, you know, as if the Joe Biden administration didn't have anything else to worry about. One of their uh, uh, nuclear experts... Nuclear. ...got in some trouble... Um, the assistant secretary for spent fuel and waste disposition at the Department of Energy's Office of Nuclear Energy has been busted for stealing a woman's suitcase. The person's name is Sam Brenton. Sam Brenton is, uh, as you will see in every story about this, uh, is one of the first non-binary um, government officials. And... Sam went to the airport. Here's the part of the story that I don't get and how you thought you were going to be able to lie your way out of this. About a month ago, Sam goes to the airport and is traveling, goes on a flight, gets off the flight, did not check a not did not check a bag when Sam got on the plane, comes off, goes to the carousel and takes a bag off. It was uh, a very expensive bag. It was a Vera Bradley suitcase, apparently worth $2,325. I do not understand how people spend that much on luggage. I do not either. I I was going to say that. I'm glad you said it before I could. That would be one more instance for you to call me cheap. But $2,325 on a suitcase is a little overkill in my opinion. I traveled for a living, and I have never spent more than $800 on a bag. 
Now you can call me cheap because that's still out of my price range. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we travel for a living. You need very. It's oh, like 100%. Liam Neeson. I need a very particular set of skills. Hundred percent. Sam takes the uh, takes the Vera Bradley suitcase from the baggage claim at Minneapolis St. Paul Airport on September the sixteenth, um, and then used it for a month on various trips finally uh somehow the investigation somehow the investigation came back to sam brenton who had taken the bag and said it was by mistake i just took the bag by mistake oh so it looked like the bag that you checked oh wait you didn't check a bag when you got on that flight and the security camera shows sam taking it off of the conveyor belt and ripping off the tag and then just walking out left the clothes of the woman who the suitcase belonged to in the hotel drawers and then used it finally like i said they were able to come back and uh, trace it to sam sam has now been charged with felony theft of a movable property without consent and again this is just one of those things like if you've got a high profile-ish job especially one with a security clearance probably shouldn't be doing crimes you also shouldn't scam somebody that you claim to love but a texas woman did exactly that her name is lorraine rue she's 46 years old she had an online boyfriend she conned this man out of 1.2 million dollars oh that's a lot it's a person that she never met according to the story how in the world do you send somebody $1.2 million that you've never met? That's a story for another day. That's not why I'm telling the story. It's what she did with the money that is catching me. You would think maybe luxury cars, vacations, all of that would at least make sense. Mm -hmm. This is a tangible thing that you could use the money for. Nope. She went to an Oklahoma casino more than 300 times and let it ride. Wow. She had none of the money left. That As you is a serious gambling problem. And I can't emphasize this enough. It's only a gambling problem if you're bad at it. And it appears that she was. She was arrested in Texas on uh, account of corrupt business influence and 10 counts of counterfeiting. Between October of 2020 and earlier this year, defrauded this guy out of $1.2 million. And then blew it all in the casino. And then went to the casino and just, uh, what are you doing there? You bet it all on, put 20 grand on 12. <laughs> Let's go. That's one of the dumbest games. I feel like that's one of the hardest games to win, playing roulette. Oh, I, I've I've spent more on roulette than I want to. Really? No. You, doubt. Fi you find you find that answer? Do you just go red or black, or do you always put it on thirteen? I, depend, I put it on thirteen. Man. I was going to say that's usually the you can tell it's time to take Jeremy home. Yeah, <laughs> when he's blindly going, put it all on thirteen. I got eighteen, thirteen tattoos on. I me. have a black chip that I'm going to put on thirteen. Don't do crimes if you ever hit it once 
It's a good day. It is a good day. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. PhD weight loss has helped me lose over 90 pounds since last Thanksgiving. It's been almost a year since Jeremy and I walked into PhD weight loss in South Asheville and met with Dr. Ashley Lucas. And honestly, we thought she was crazy when she told us how much weight we could lose. I didn't think it was possible. But lo and behold, Ph.D. has changed my life in the last year. In spite of my love of butter and mayonnaise, I was never that big. I was just a little chunky. You don't have to be grossly overweight. I had some bad food habits. Fast food was easier, and that's what I ate. After just under a year on this program, I'm back to my high school weight, and it's all thanks to the planning program of Ph.D. Weight Loss. Greatest thing about it is it's easy. They give you 80% of the food that you need to have success on the program. And then all you got to do is add your salads in. It's nothing big, but you know what is big? The results that you will see from PhD Weight Loss. Go to myphdweightloss.com today. Trust me, it can change your life too. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Don't forget to go to the YouTube channel if you're not subscribed already. It's very easy to do. YouTube.com slash the Sportsocracy. Subscribe to the channel. Join us in the chat. And you can also vote in the poll because my side needs a little help here. Yeah, because it's much. never acceptable to not tip. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, as the conversation in the chat has has gone, you know, Patrick Holt bringing up a great uh, great a great point. If you go to the counter to, to to order your food, you have to swipe your own card to do it, and they just hand you food across the counter. I'm not leaving you a tip on that. Oh yeah, you didn't now, do if it's, anything. If it's one of those things where you just turned around the iPad, sorry, Susie. I like. I mean, and even then, I still throw like two or three dollars in. I do too, but still, I mean, that's a situation where you're, you're obligated because it's standing there. Like that's the other thing. Like if I'm right in front of you, of course I'm going to leave a tip. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, anonymously though, I don't have to face the backlash. You just leave the thing at the thing, and I'm just. No tip. There you go. Now I don't have to hear you complain about it. But if you're standing in front of me, I'm going to throw something on there. I usually go like 10%, though. 10 15%. Depending on if it's a place I go a lot. I'm going to leave you something on the counter pickup. But that's also a scenario where it's the word ever in the description of this. Is tipping not ever acceptable? Yes. There are situations where you shouldn't have to tell yeah but it it tells me everything i need to know that you're trying to throw extra little criteria on there you knew what i meant so every time that you sit down in a restaurant you have a server that comes to your table and it's okay to go not applicable Uh, yes the answer was always and will always be no no mac nd says i tip on how you do great service equals great tip terrible service equals what tip not the participation trophy guy you make me out to be especially when it comes to giving people my money. 
that just makes you cheaper than dirt. Not a participant. Yeah. Not not a participation trophy guy. It's absolutely the same. You principle. are absolutely a participation. Oh, trophy congratulations, guy. server! You showed up for work today. Here's a twenty five percent tip just for being bad. That's what I hear when you tell me, "Oh, it's never not okay." Now servers now hate you. I mean, look, if you're good at your job, I'm going to reward you for it handsomely. I will. I mean, I have left 50% tips before. Uh, The service was just so fantastic that this guy, he should be making $30 an hour. Okay. I have a um, uh, gal. I didn't want to be sexist there. Correct. I have gotten a, a text from one of our lovely sponsors and, and we want to prove that we are. The, the the beacon of sports knowledge. Okay, I was trying to promote us up, but that, Fred Anderson Nissan. Mm-hmm. We tell you all the time that we drive cars from there. We love our cars from there. 100%. Well, it's the end of the month. Okay, if you don't, if you know, you know. Well, Devin has just reached out to me and said that offer that we give you, two hundred fifty dollars on top of your trade. If you, if there's any part of you that says, let's make a deal. I'm going to read it verbatim. Best deal humanly possible. Offer expires at 7 p.m. Must complete paperwork by midnight tonight. 828-365-1667. So if you're like Tank and you're always looking for a deal. Need that deal. He is saying this is the deal of a lifetime. I don't have a lot of details there. Fred Anderson Nissan. I'll give the number one more time. 828-365-1667. Call him. Tell him you're from the sportsocracy, guys. You need a car for whatever reason. The reason does not matter. I'm telling you what was said to me. All right? And apparently you can make us look like heroes in doing this. And and when he answers the phone, you 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 will get brownie points if you say, is this chief medical correspondent for the sportsocracy, Devin? Yeah, actually, yes. Actually, you know what? If you do that, I will throw a a prize (laughs) on top of it. And because I, he will tell me if you do. And I will throw in an air freshener for your and, car. And, and, and Tank <laughs> will give you a hug because hugs are free. But if you're in the market for a used car and you're, you're you just, I haven't found the deal I'm looking for, call Devin right now. And, and according to him, he has that deal for you mm-hmm. at Fred Anderson Nissan, 629 Brevard Road. Tell him the sportsocracy guy sent you. That part's very important. Yep. Mac, Mac ND in the YouTube comments, he knows what I'm talking about. He says, two tank statement. I've left a $200 tip on a $40 check before. As have I. Because the service is so great. As I, I don't know if I've done those exact numbers. But I have I've been never done that. Uh, but I have I have left sizable, sizable tips. If you ever see a, cr- a corporate card, that that's a, you see me and the card says a company name, you rest assured this is going to be a good day for you. Be a good day for you. Indeed. Uh, college bowl games are being discussed right now because the projections – are coming out from all entities and look i always like bowl season i'm not really interested in the hawaii bowl for 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 example they always have bad teams in those in those bowl games san diego state and middle tennessee that's what action sports network has uh, projected for the hawaii bowl this year signing up for that the Uh, bad boy mowers bowl down in the bahamas uh yeah i'm out not interested although i would love to go they have come up with there there are some interesting projections out here like for the north carolina tar heels holiday bowl in san diego california wednesday december 28th they have north carolina projected to take on oregon 
that'll be a game I'm all in to watch. Not just because I'm a fan. I would watch that even if I wasn't a fan of either of these teams. That's going to be an offensive showdown. I, I want to know where Florida State's going. I also want to commend uh, Jamie Robinson and, and Jared Verse for saying, oh, I'm playing in the bowl game. That's yes. what I like to hear. Yes. I love hearing a college guy, and I can't – you actually showed me the story earlier, even though it's my team, mm-hmm. uh, of Jamie Robinson saying, I love Florida State. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss this when it's over, and I'm going to play as many times as I get an opportunity. They, so they made the announcement, and Jamie Robinson said, uh, when asked about making the decision of whether or not to go into the draft or to play in the bowl game, he said, quote, that ain't no decision. I love football. I love the game. That's what I'm here for. I'm a team guy. It's another opportunity to showcase what I do and what I love. That's the kind of guy I want on my team. 100%. And I'll be honest with you, if I'm an NFL team, I hear that and go, I think we're going to bump him up a spot or two on the board. Absolutely. Because I love that heart. Absolutely. Jared Verse and, and, and Jamie Robinson, we need to give them their flowers for, you know, we could just opt out. Or we can go into the Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando, Florida and beat the holy out of Oklahoma. That's the uh, I'm in for that, too. That's the projection. Set that line. Oh, 24 and a half. Action Network disagrees. Yeah, Action Network's insane. Florida State minus one. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> uh, put your Bet your house on that one. Oh, no doubt. If that is the matchup. Especially if you get every Florida State player playing in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait for the... Uh, the, the bowl lineup comes out Sunday, right? Yes. So that means we're going to have a full bowl show next week? Yes. Yes. We'll have NFL overreaction Monday. Power ranking Tuesday. Power ranking Tuesday. Next Wednesday will probably be the, be the big bowl spectacular. I do like a spectacular. Where we will break down all of the matchups in the bowl games. Uh, December the 30th, down in Charlotte, Duke's Mayo Bowl action network has nc state tab to take on the iowa hawkeyes tony the tiger sun bowl duke and ucla interested in that one no really it's hard to get me that could be a great matchup Uh, especially until i have lines it's hard for me to get animated about any of this Mm -hmm. the sasparilla bowl or or gasparilla bowl one or the other i remember that set the line for nc state and iowa oh uh in charlotte remember? over under would be 14 and a half <laughs> i mean the number would be like 32 and a half and i would mm-hmm. uh, anything you want on the under who's the favorite <sighs> nc state by a point and a half and i think that would be wrong solely because of what you saw ben finley do to carolina i feel like this would be a uh this th- th- this would be in the bangers nc state two and a half point dog to iowa i don't know that i could playing a home game really i don't know that i could it's gonna be a little with a third string quarterback yeah. who's played one game and it was against carolina who well let's say they have some defense de- defensive deficiencies right 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 you are in the sportsocracy here on espn Asheville. if cleanliness is next to godliness look around the car right now is that very godly look life comes at you fast but so does wnc auto detailing they have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor you don't believe me check them out on instagram all that filth and years of stains disappear wnc auto detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction and they do wax and ceramic coatings call wnc auto detailing at 455-3700 premium care with a southern hospitality touch 
At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Back here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Yep, uh, bowl season right around the corner. we got the conference championships coming up this weekend, and we will have all of the picks for you coming up on a football Friday. Just a reminder, we will not have a program tomorrow here on ESPN. Asheville is, well, we've got the toy drive going on over at uh, the Ingles on Smoky Park Highway. I will be there from 10 to 12. Bring your new unwrapped toy or cash donations for Eblen Charities St. Nicholas Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously uh, going to be out there tomorrow, Friday and Saturday. All of uh, our iHeart friends will be there as well. So come on by and make sure that the kids uh, in the area who need the families need a little help, have something to put under the tree for the kids this holiday season. Um, New Year's six bowls real quick. Uh, Rose should nothing change in the conference championship games and the top four stay the same. Washington Penn State in the Rose Bowl. Tennessee Tulane in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, yeah. Sugar Bowl, Kansas State and Alabama, and then Ohio State against Clemson in the Orange Bowl. Oh, that would be the uh, lowered expectations bowl. Oh. Oh. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, the uh, top four could be a whole lot of fun. Our good friends at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville may have the deal for you if you act now. They are offering the deal of a lifetime. Call 828 365 1667. That is medical correspondent Devin. If you call him and say, Is this medical correspondent Devin? then we will have a, a nice prize for you as well. If you're in the market for a used vehicle, new vehicle, whatever the case may be. 828-365-1667. Uh, the only contingency is that the paperwork has to be completed by midnight tonight. Use you six hours for the deal of a lifetime. That's right. That's right. All right. Um, Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville, 629 Brevard Road. Tell them the two formerly fat guys from the Sportsocracy sent you. Before we get out of here, we want to wish a very happy birthday to Alex Holt, uh, son of our good, our good uh, friend Patrick Holt, godfather of the Democratic Republic of Sports, the Sportsocracy. So happy birthday, Alex. He turns 17 tomorrow. Yeah, we're we're all hitting that age where you just feel a little older every day. Every single day. Every single day. We'll be back with you on Friday here on ESPN Asheville. See you then.